told you, Lil Dicky was coming a long time ago. Dicky was rapping for his white life for me. My black friends talk about white privilege like I'm Peter Parker. <laughs> With great power comes great responsibility. Right? You pay if you guys, have no. sex with your sugar daddy, uh, you lose it, nigga. <laughs> That's a relationship That's now. just a relationship now. <laughs> Y'all niggas know what three minutes is when you with your girl, but not tonight. All right. But don't get the goji berries, because my girl used to get the goji berries. And then when she got the goji berries, and I was like, da, da, da. I was like, oh, man, why you even? I ordered a burrito at a Chinese spot. <laughs> <laughs> Behind the counters, she was like, You sure? <laughs> I don't need no goddamn family. I got my niggas, right? right. Yeah. Oh, we're here, we back. I might look a little greasy because I put on coconut butter, but hey, you know, at least I ain't ashy. This is episode three of the Y'all Had to Be Here podcast. We got Johnny, yes, sir. Steven Marcus Relaford, gang, gang. eight names. Now it's Abstin. Bonjour. Bonjour. And Arthur Hamilton, we up in here. Hey, and first things first, as always, August 26th. Yes. Union Hall. Y'all have to be here. Brooklyn, New York, baby. Yeah. Y'all had to be Get here. Get those tickets, man. Get those tickets. We're doing some special stuff. Uh, whoever brings the most friends, we got a prize for you. Um, and then I'm doing something special uh, for every ticket purchase. You're going to get a link to watch my new special early before everybody else. Oh. So doing that specifically for my uh, my New Yorkers. Love you guys. So thanks for buying those tickets. Oh yeah, New York is like your second home, ain't it? It was my home until I got this damn job. Job opportunity came a knocking. <laughs> Everybody in the best way. It was so wild though, because we did a whole final episode. We y'all showed up, and that show was insane. It was fire. That show was lit. And even leading up to it, it was just like, oh man, I was about this to leave. leave. Everybody like, whole. are you are you going to be sad? I was like, you know what? No, not really. I think he's going to move on to another chapter. We're going to be working on some other shit. Yeah, you're still going to see him all the time. And then what? Two weeks later, eighteen days. <laughs> eighteen days. Eighteen days. I don't even think he got his his. Uh, I don't Bro. even. You got settled. You didn't even get. The I didn't even. Runner. You didn't even get to get on every train yet. I didn't even. Didn't even hit all the trains. You hit a bodega. One of my suitcases didn't even open yet. Right, bro. I literally just touched Damn. down. I'd only done a few shows, and I had to come back. Hey, this That's might not be the the time or place, but you got a, a box of stuff in my closet still. Really? <laughs> I think you might have forgot about it. <laughs> I, probably, uh, I, go get I just remember a bunch of girls don't twerk the jokes. I'm right. Right. Is, is, it, is it that? Is. I think is it? it is. It might be. You know, That's I I need if if you got any yellow hoodies left. Man, I I'm need like, one. We'll see. I'll let you know. I'm actually selling them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let me talk to you. Jock them up. $20? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, half up. Half selling up. for half, half up. up. <laughs> He's selling bootleg twerk merch. <laughs> you can't even get these. They say work on it. <laughs> <laughs> Girls don't work to jokes. <laughs> I'm, I miss I miss New York, man. The food. I, I, I got to get back to the food in New York. Yeah, I can't wait, bro. I can't wait. You oh, know we'll what? We'll be there. We'll be there soon. Next time, though, I don't want to eat Italian food when I go to New York. I know you y'all like Italian food. This is the best Italian food that's not in Italy, nigga. Like, I, I mean, Italian food don't really excite me like that. You know what I'm saying? I could put some pasta together. No, nah, I can put some pasta together. together. He uh, said we got Italian uh, uh, food at home. <laughs>
fucking real like Italian dishes, nigga. You got bur- you eating burrata, you eating whatever, nigga. I ain't, ain't got to explain know. this shit to you. To, <laughs> I ain't, I ain't about to do this with you right now. <laughs> He's about to make me mad. Oh, no. Speaking P- of eating, pizza Italian too, nigga. Shit, he's a pizza. Yeah, that's the best pizza in the world. Yeah, pizza. Yeah, it's Little really. Caesars. No, I'm so glad I don't have to like eat Little Caesars anymore. It's depressing. Cause so when I was in college, man, I worked with this lame ass. I went to college with this lame ass nigga that worked at Little Caesars. <laughs> lame ass nigga. <laughs> one you of fed them, me all semester. One of them was cool. One of them was lame. And they basically would just bring boxes of Little Caesars back every night. And like no. we would all eat them in the dorm and shit, so they just got played out for me. But the thing I can't eat it is because them niggas would tell us that like, oh yeah, bro, people don't they don't be washing their hands. Hell no, they don't. They don't. Why are you telling me? They, That's why we be using, right. we be using what? the sink water to make the dough and shit like that, uh. and all this kind of stuff. And I was like. But I just ate this shit, and now you gonna tell me that? And like, yeah, I don't. And he was like, "Nigga, we make seven fifty an hour. You think I give a fuck about your food?" That's nasty, bro. <laughs> and so yeah, so I stopped eating Little Caesars. One time, uh, on a, I was yeah, on like no. a field trip with my basketball team. We stopped at a Denny's, and our coach came out and was like, "Let's go." We're like, "Well," he's like, "I just saw the chef come out the bathroom, like the toilet shitting, did not wash his hands. Let's go." No, oh, yeah, that's like that's like that scene in Johnson Family Vacation. <laughs> when the dude didn't wipe his ass, he and uh, Cedric the Entertainer's daughter's name was Destiny. And he goes, oh. he said, "Hey, I'm making a birthday cake. You know how to spell Destiny?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, come on, come on, come on. He's like, All right, "We get it, we get yeah. out of here." Come on, come on. That's crazy. <laughs> at Denny's, I thought they at least had some respect at Denny's. Nah, it's all types of heinous shit going on in any type of food. And I, I think I'm gonna be real. I ain't mad at them. They don't get paid enough, bro. Yeah, right. I mean, I customer service and food service. Them, yeah. They, they you gotta job. think about like what would I do if somebody pissed me off? Like I probably wouldn't do anything too crazy, but it's just like it's some crazy niggas that's not making enough money. Yeah, I don't even. Yeah, I don't like, even that's I don't why like I could do something. If something food. wrong with my shit, I'd be like, okay, it's fine, don't worry about it. Like I don't, I don't ever like get an attitude or nothing because I was like, you gonna have a toenail salad when you come yeah, back. So you <laughs> gonna you hope that it's just toenails. <laughs> that's Bro, no. your worries when it comes to that's, people. Then it's, you got the. The internet's up. <gasps> Bro, there was a whole story about someone coming in the McFlurry machine. No. <laughs> Hell Whoa. no. Like, could you imagine? Like, That's some bullshit. I wish it was a toenail. Bruh, Nigga, what? You when did be, you order? Dog, you can't be jacking off in the McFlurry machine when half the time the ice cream machine don't even work. That's, <laughs> That's some real, bullshit. Yeah. So you tell me the 10% of the time the shit work, it's a nigga dick in the shit? What Hell if, no. What if some freaky ass person bought a McFlurry and they only bought it to pour it on their girl pussy and then, boom, she pregnant with now another nigga pregnant. baby. <laughs> Immaculate <laughs> conception. That was a flurry of conception hey. right there. <laughs> I hope they'll find that nigga and be like, hey, your ass gotta raise this baby, you nasty <laughs> motherfucker. You gotta pay some Mick Child support, nigga. Some Mick Child su- You better make some Mick payments, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'd be so bad. Oh, hell no. A McFlurry no. pregnancy, nigga. God, damn, they named the son Ronald uh, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck I mean, nah, he that'd don't. be cold too if like the dude actually well you know was well off and shit like that and had some of his shit together ain't nobody jacking off in the McFlurry machine <laughs> no, no, well no not the dude not he, the dude jacking, jacking off. off not the dude jacking off the dude who poured it on her you know but then you the son you find out your dad actually work at McDonald's <laughs> <laughs> not no more he getting, he getting fired nigga <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that is that job is terminated. Hell no. Nah. Okay. 
See, okay, well, that's crazy. Look, if you eat something with nut in it at Arby's, that's your fault. That's you your fault. You shouldn't be eating shit at Arby's. <laughs> that shit is nasty, bro. I think we could all agree Arby's is a drug for Yeah, hell yeah, it is. There's, they there's they one are say- selling crack yeah. at Arby's. There's, yeah, there's you never know why they're still in business. It no. doesn't. There's no one ever there, but the lights are always on. There's <laughs> one in Santa Clarita, uh, our, our can country. It's pretty. This is the same thing, but it's on Soledad Road and Sierra Highway. And it's on, I think, the, like the south, the southeast corner, bro. That shit has been there since at least 2010, nigga. Mm-mm. And I've been in there just to get water, and there's never anybody in there. It's like, why the fuck is this nasty? I bet El Chapo on like 12 Arby's. Got it, got to, he got to. But you know what? Back in the day, Arby's used to hit though. No, no it didn't. The roast beef sandwiches the with the cheddar. With Hell the... no, nah. that shit. He talking about I can make some Italian food at home. You can make a roast beef sandwich at home. <laughs> that's way better than some Arby's bullshit. <laughs> You know they got you with that melted Velveeta. See, that's, that's why they, no. Melted <laughs> This why your black ass vegan because you was eating Arby's. Yeah, you was eating the worst of the worst. Right. He was like, you know what? I don't need to eat meat no more. Nah, you wasn't eating good meat. <laughs> Nigga got the meat. Turning my Arby's. life over oh, to a dude. new leaf. Y'all got the meat. Hell no. <laughs> that's why your ass vegan. You was eating Arby's. <laughs> this shit was fucking you yeah, up. It's possibly. God damn. Yeah. Speaking of, speaking of eating. Uh, I saw that uh, Joey Chestnut set a new food record. He ate like 45 chicken strips from Cane's in five minutes. Why? This nigga is the most prolific eater of all time. Man, he's never enjoyed food. Oh, this tall, the tall ass dude, huh? The one that eats all the hot dogs every year. Yeah, yeah. He, he's like the undisputed hot dog eating champion. Yeah, he's the hey, glizzy the fa- master. The thing is, I know who you're talking about. That's how famous. Yeah, he's that famous. Yeah, he's, 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 he's the, they say Chestnut, he's the most prolific eater of all time. <laughs> He eat your girl pussy is over. Oh no, I'm over. <laughs> oh no, you out with who? You went out with Joey Chestnut? Yeah, we done. That went to eat what? Hell no, bro. He eats like sixty hot dogs in like I don't know how long. Like I remember growing up watching him. That's how long he's been doing. I remember being a kid watching him. You ESPN. ESPN. The only dude that would beat him was that Japanese dude Kobayashi. Yeah, he beat. I think Kobayashi beat him twice, and then he like quit because he was just like, "This isn't good for my body." Kobayashi, mm-hmm. it's smart. Exactly. Smart, apparently, Joey Chestnut doesn't. Joey. Apparently, Joey Chestnut doesn't eat meat like that. Like he, I think he's like a vegetarian when he's not doing competitions and shit. Bro, like, see, that's off season diet different. Yeah. Like he, like literally, the eating is like a sport. He doesn't in, like eat for whatever. It's weird. He's Bro, like the Michael Phelps house. of eating. You put it to his house, he's like, y'all want a hot dog? Hell no. <laughs> yeah, that's why the one time he eats hot dogs a year. Damn, bro, that would really fuck me up. I mean, even he has like a whole Wikipedia page. You can look at it. It's like it's like all these different records, like all these random foods he can eat in like ten minutes and shit. Joey Chestnut, man, buys a new toilet every year. Right? (laughs) How do you find out you good at that shit? Yeah, for real. I mean, you just always finish your plate faster than anybody else. (laughs) (laughs) That's how it started. Amen. Oh damn, Joey, you finished. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn, he used to hate his ass at Thanksgiving. Hell yeah, he's in the MLE, the Major League. Don't eating. say that shit. I know that sounds so weird. Don't it's a league for this shit. It's weird, bro. In a time where there's no food, there's people outside that competition. That's what I'm who saying. Never bro. had a had. Had a meal all day, you know, for the past week. Talking, possibly. I was just yeah. up at Seven Eleven talking to a nigga that don't eat every day, right? Because he'd be outside. Right. You tell if you told him, yeah, bro, it's people on ESPN. They just eat as much food as they can. They're gonna go crazy minutes. for fun. People are like, where, where the fuck they at? I'm gonna kill them. <laughs> <laughs> like, imagine a homeless person watching a hot dog eating contest, or like somebody in like a country where there's like a food shortage. 
I would be so mad. Yeah, that made me like. That's insane. I'll lose my mind. Cause you gotta and like there's like stacks of hot dogs. You gotta think about like the hot dogs that don't get eaten too. Right, the waste. They just throw that shit out. Uh, America is crazy, bro. Damn, oh, there's a whole league for that shit. Imagine that, that shit, shit talking in there like, yeah, oh yeah, you better hope we don't get spicy food, white boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you better hope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ain't no tiki masala eat off. <laughs> Ain't no tiki masala. <laughs> Tell the black dudes, yeah, you better hope they don't put mayonnaise on them hot dogs, nigga. <laughs> yeah, that's the trash talking right there. <laughs> while they eat. Ain't this nigga allergic to tree nuts? <laughs> yeah, bitch oh, ass. Get the trash talk while they eat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I got this Lars in my pocket. Uh, <laughs> dog, if a nigga started seasoning the food during a competition, oh. I was like, "You not serious?" Bro. Hell no. <laughs> Your mom not. disappointed in oh. you. <laughs> that would be the perfect way to troll though. Somebody who's in the eating competition, you just start sneezing. <laughs> Some pepper <down. laughs> Sneeze on somebody else's hot dogs. Uh. <laughs> Go ahead, Glizzy uh, Master. You know how like tennis uh, matches and shit like that, where they'll like, if they're losing, they'll go to the bathroom and yeah. shit like that, or they'll pause the game yeah. or some shit like that. Yeah, that's how you got to do it. You got to do some shit like that. <laughs> oh, hell no. Oh, my bad. Hell no. Got to do a restart. <laughs> do a restart. <laughs> Nigga loses appetite. Bro, that's so bad, though, too. Like, hot dogs is just a culmination of different meat and body parts yeah it's like shit it's like a, ch- a cow a chicken and a pig and then it's just different it's like the hooves the I'm snout still, yeah. i mean i'm still gonna eat it though but it's fucked up it's everything <sighs> that shit gotta fuck his stomach up like his stomach has to be fucked up because like i love eating hot links i eat hot link maybe once or twice a year yeah but damn that shit i don't do it for a sport hell no nah. that's why they don't have hot link eating competition niggas <laughs> would be in the hospital <laughs> nah they have they have hot link Eating competitions. It's called my family reunion. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> them niggas be eating them bitches like Bro. they ain't gonna come back. Sometimes my grandpa just like, mm, made me some food. I'm about to go boil some hot links, and eat it with some bread, nigga. That's you, it. You That's, it. That's it. That's it. You shouldn't be eating meat that stained the bread, my nigga. Oh, <laughs> like if you eat it does stain black, the shit. black people, black community. If you eating food that make you sweat and you need to lay down, stop. For real. Stop. Yeah. You getting the meat sweats? You don't need to be getting meat sweats, my nigga. That's crazy. You yeah. two bites in and you already your heart <laughs> your heart is already <laughs> speeding up. You get you getting irritated. <laughs> Leave me alone, goddammit. I'm tired. How you how you falling asleep halfway through your plate? Stop. <laughs> Yeah. Stop! If every plate come with some tums, it's something wrong. It's something <laughs> wrong. It ain't the tums. It ain't you know. It's the plate. I remember being a kid in the hot link, turning the bread pink. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, we probably not supposed to be eating this shit. Yeah, that shit look like a uh, look like fresh motor oil, man. Like in the south, I've eaten some wild shit. Like I, I had pig lip one time. What pig lip? Yeah, I ain't even hungry now. Even down south Louisiana. What is, what is this? These niggas about to freak out. It was in a jar. I remember. I was a kid. It was in a jar. The lips. It was, it, was the, it was like literally this bottom part of the pig, and you could see where the teeth used to be. God damn! And they like gave the jar. It was me and the kids. We're like, oh, we got the pig lip, and they like Ugh. cut it up for the kids, and we we ate it out the jar. Put some salt on it. It was good as fuck. Like a pickle, like raw. It was, it was out pickle. the jar. Well, yeah. It was like vinegar. They boil it. Okay. And then like I ate it out the jar, put some salt on it. It was good as fuck. But my mom was like, "Don't ever do that again." <laughs> <laughs> Who's else with y'all? That required her to, that that made her not want to say that in front of it. I, I, she didn't know I had it. Till oh, I ate it. She okay. She was mad though. But yeah, I ate pig lip. Damn, I once had beyond <laughs> pig just, lip. <laughs> <laughs> the beyond pig lip. Did your yeah, sister eat it nasty. too? Nah, she wasn't around. 
Oh God! It was like me and my like my cousins. We was like nine, ten. We was playing basketball and jumping in the pool. And we had a pig lip in a jar. We was all excited. And we ate that shit. Hell no! Them adults ain't shit. I had a hell no. My stepdad, he was from Louisiana, and while I was in Texas, he used to make. I'm trying to remember the name of the dish, but it essentially was cow tongue. Oh I got yeah, some cow tongue in there. Oh yeah, people know, eat cow tongue. Cow tongue right there. On the oh goddamn. yeah, um, this Mexican dish called that uh, lingua. With like lingua, yeah, lingua, lingua yeah, tacos, yeah, yeah. good as fuck, uh, bro. There's a I I used to go uh, Rico's tacos. I used to get the lingua burrito all the time yeah, when I lived in the valley. Yeah, yeah. Rico's tacos. Damn, cow, I lived too far. Literally from. a cow tongue burrito. That shit was so good. Cause like the meat is so tender, it's good as man, fuck. You gotta be an evil motherfucker to look at a cow tongue and be like, "Yep, I'm gonna yank that shit." <laughs> I'm gonna put that shit between <laughs> some tortillas. Part. You know what? If the cow tongue is good, you know how much human tongue has been eaten. Damn, I've never thought about know. that. Come on, I mean, you don't get to a cow tongue right? without getting to a human yeah, tongue yeah. too. Uh, <laughs> niggas eat all types of tongue. <laughs> That's real. I guess I don't know, but cow tongue good. Come here. I think any tongue could be good if you cook it right. It's just tender That's meat. the problem. That's the problem. <laughs> this whole cannibalism <laughs> shit about to take off. Y'all see that shit? <laughs> no? See what? You bring up the cannibalism. Like the New York Times printed a whole article about how we oh, need to be no. okay with cannibalism. Oh, no. Well, Why? I watched me and my friend, we watched rights. this weird movie called, called Fresh. It was about a dude that was a cannibal. Uh, the dude that plays Bucky <laughs> on the Captain America movies, mm-hmm, he plays yeah. like this weird guy who like he dates women he gives them like a false like name and persona and he'll invite them for a weekend at a cabin in the woods and like on like a little vacation and then he locks you up and then he just like he'll, he just chops he like he'll basically cut a part of your body part so like the girl that was the main character in the movie he like cut a part of her butt and he like made like a sandwich out of no, it. No, he made an RB sandwich. <laughs> That's why you don't need to be eating that. That's shit. that ass sandwich. We was laughing. He was That's like, that ass. When he, when he when he cut her butt, I was like, he about to send that shit to Taco Bell. <laughs> 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 but it's literally like a cannibal movie, and he has all these women locked up in his in his house, and he's like chopping them up. This like just came body out too. Part, body part, and then basically, you know, the movie ensues. It it wasn't good. It was. It was pretty bad. But there's, there's multiple women in the house? Yeah. And they're like, what are you going up you, my mm. titty? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Like one, one girl just sitting in there with one leg, and so they was ha- having to help her out. And stuff. Hell no. Nah, bitch, you're on your own. Fuck right, that. I was like, nah, leave her. <laughs> okay, I got to sit like this, bitch. You on your own. But yeah. I'm leaving. But, but it's like, I've definitely seen a lot, a lot of cannibal stuff like on the internet yeah. and shit. Can you bring it up, Dennis? Uh, the New York Times cannibal. So they wrote a whole are story. Are we still able to see... Do the in picture thing like on your podcast, yeah, <clears throat> where um, New York Times cannibalism. When it, so they put in their articles about we got to be okay with cannibalism before it's we got to be cool with black people. I about to say, <laughs> niggas can't have shit. So I got to start eating other niggas to get yeah. to get some rights. They gonna put you hella hard in the black community. Hey, look, instead of black on black crime, here black on black swine. What's up? You know what I mean? Black on black dying. <laughs> I Take that sweet baby razor, put it on Larry. <laughs> oh my God. Shit. It's like, you already killed him. Eat him. <laughs> Hell no. Bro. Bro, if you was just sitting on a bench waiting for the bus and a nigga just started putting ketchup on your leg, like, I'd be mad as hell. Like, look what Joe Biden doing to us. I've been in a lot of fights, but that's going to be the hardest fight Bro. I ever fought. <laughs> like, that's. A nigga wanting to kill you is one thing, but you want to eat me? See, there yeah, it is no, right there. see, that's. A taste for cannibalism. 
What? Is that like crazy. a little little Disney mirror right there? Looking it would like? look like it. It's kind of romanticizing. I know, bet whoever write this article is probably like a cannibal oh, yeah. on the low, and they like, let's see if I can get people to fuck with my shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god, they like this article. Oh my god. And published in the New York Times, a taste for cannibalism. Yeah, scroll down. Any what's like? What's some of the shit that they're even saying about? Because I shit? I saw this thing. I can't remember if it was a tweet or like a Reddit post or something. What, what, what? Turns out cannibalism has a time and a place. How? Where? But, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Nah, people are like doing this shit because uh, this girl went on a date with this guy. It went good. And then the second date, he was like, I want to cook for you. And uh, so he cooked for her. She ate the food. And she said the next day, she was just so sick. She was throwing up everywhere. She had to take off work, all this stuff. And then um, she went. her friend took her to the doctor. And then uh, the doctor was running tests on her. And he was like, have you eaten human flesh lately? And she was like, what? Why would I do that? He was like, because like basically the way she was like throwing up and the way her body was reacting or whatever her body. He was, like, was like, I think you ate human flesh. Mm. And she started thinking like, well, I ate fast food yesterday. I ate at work. The only time I don't really know what the food was when this dude cooked for me. And like they looked up this guy and he was some weird criminal and all this kind of shit and like all this stuff. He was trying to turn his they, life around, but couldn't let go of that meat. No, nah, he was doing like he was like poisoning people basically by like putting human meat in the food he was cooking. Oh, uh, bro. There was a whole there's two things that come to mind. All right. What was that show? Fucking um, that weird ass show they put Chris DeLeo. Oh, was, you. Uh, you so there's a there's a perfect show for him there was a segment of you to where his uh like the doctor is on some cannibal shit really? he's like chopping up some people i don't know i may be mixing up the show i remember i don't know i've, I've figured out but there's also this other story where uh this woman who was like hella spiritual she was like all into her zen shit like sunrise and shit <laughs> and um she was dating this dude and they had agreed to like not eat the bullshit right so maybe like a couple of months into this you know, shit. He sneaks off and go eat some McDonald's. Comes back to the crib, and she was like, "You ate some human. Like I could tell you ate a human. I can tell. Like she picked up that the human meat sweats. Yeah, <laughs> smell like they were serving some human up allegedly at the McDonald's. Hell no, don't tell me that, bro. Because I, I still that's been going on forever. I Kangaroo still- meat. Like yeah, human that's meat. That's what I said. I've always said uh, Jack in the Box tacos was kangaroo meat. <laughs> What's wrong with kangaroo meat? I'll eat it. Fuck it. It's still the animal. I need a kangaroo. Meat. I don't know, human. but it just don't seem like any. I don't know, bro. You Kangaroos, they lean. They athletic. They lean. They'll swing on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Throw that buffalo. In. <laughs> What's the kind of the conclusion of this? Like, so yeah, they're saying turns it's out fucked up. Cannibalism has a time and place. When is that time? <laughs> yeah. So there, if you know not that hypothetical. My, you know, like that hypothetical, that hypothetical question has just ran too long. You know, it's like if there's an avalanche or we get locked in, like, who's the first person we gonna eat? Like that whole shit is like ran Bro, too long. Man, to now it's coming that. into reality. There's right. I talk to people about that shit all the t- like all the time about this apocalypse shit. Like you gonna eat other people? You gonna do? Bro, if the apocalypse happen and the world is fucked up and there's no hope, nigga, kill me. I don't want to do this shit. I don't want to live it. in a world where I can't just watch porn whenever I want to. Yeah. Where I can't go get McDonald's whenever I want to. Where there's no wi. What's the point of living when there's no Wi-Fi? Yeah. Like- if, it's, if it's an apocalypse, I'm jumping off a bridge. I'm not. I don't have the will. To fight to live through some bullshit like we that. already wow. fighting to live. That's, That's what I'm saying. saying the the already. Nah, the apocalypse gonna make it that much funner. Nah, imagine. No, it's not. Imagine though when you do get to watch some porn when there's no internet. 
Somebody got some homemade porn on their phone. Look, I saved this video. It's still alive. Nah, it still nah, work. No. We'd be doing live. It'd be like live theater porn. Yeah. Like we're gonna go watch some porn tonight, and then just like two people fuck in front of an audience. <laughs> what the fuck, no. the fuck is this? Shit? We're heroes. We're trying to save everybody. Resurrect this oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, we bringing back the arts. Nah, bro. I don't. I don't care about life enough to fight through an apocalypse to try to make it. Like life is hard right now, and I got everything I need in a good job. So. <laughs> I know, because it's going to be shitty to go through an apocalypse where white supremacy still exists. Bro, my, uh, my nigga, we stuck in a cave. Why you being racist right now? Because y'all started this. You still being racist, and we ain't got water. That's fucking crazy. That is. You shouldn't have that shit you got, though. You okay? Okay. That's you don't deserve I'm still that. in power. Niggas think they still in power. We got to we gotta go search for food, and you calling me a nigga. You ain't uh, shit. You know I could just shoot your ass, all right? That's, that's why I don't, like, when people are racist, it's just crazy. It's like, bro. If like all this power structure, if all this ended tomorrow, you would still be racist. We got bigger problems right now, and you racist. That's crazy. Niggas ain't got shit to fight to stand for. That shit's crazy. Like when you really strip it down, like people just don't do drugs enough to be honest. Because I no, 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 no. they do the wrong drugs. They do the wrong drugs. Yeah, Man, the wrong drugs for yeah. sure. But yeah. if you really do shrooms like that, you'd be like, why the fuck are you doing? You that? would think so much shit is dumb. Exactly. I'm getting to the point now to where like when people say some shit and I don't really have nothing to say, I'll just I like just don't even Oh, okay. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody what's wrong? Like, nothing, nigga. Like, that's it. Right. Keep keep it pushing. Well, I think people who have privilege, <laughs> they have like a completely different connection with power. Yeah. So their identity is connected to the power that they can enforce on that's other so people, real. right? So it's like if you can't enforce your power on other people around you, you feel powerless in your own privilege, right? What's that phrase going around? Uh, equality is the new- Oh, no. If you if you have privilege, then the loss of privilege feels like oppression. Right. You feel, right. Like, you feel like something's Oppress. being taken equality, away. Yeah. yeah. Equality feels like oppression right. if you have privilege. Because you're like, wait, everybody right. else is getting treated fine too? Whoa. That yeah. feels- but I was special because like that's that's because it's a, a hierarchy. Yeah, I need to know where I'm at on the hierarchy that's on the totem pole. I gotta bring up this tweet. This this one comedian, I really she makes music that's really funny. But she had a great tweet about like racism and comedy the other day. I gotta give her a shout out. Because if you go yeah, from being seen treated it. special oh, yeah. to being treated normal, Marsha Belsky. She's really she's really funny. Check her yeah. shit out. What's but she Marsha Belsky. She does like like comedy music. She's really funny. Oh, but she funny. had this tweet the other day. If I can find it, yeah, she said. I don't think any talented white person is being overlooked for being white. I think some mediocre white people aren't being given the automatic consideration expected. And then instead of thinking we need to work harder, we blame it on the talent pool slightly opening up. And she said we because she's white. And so she's just like because like a lot of like white people in entertainment, like if they don't get something, their agents or their reps or somebody will be like, oh, we're like we're like focused on diversity right now. So that's why you didn't get it. Mm-hmm. And so they really think that like a black person or an Asian person is like taking a spot, yeah. which is not true. You just weren't good enough. Right. Because like when you look at the numbers, like white people are still the majority in everything. If mm-hmm. you look at most TV shows, who's the main character? A white guy. Who wrote the show? A white guy. Who directed the show? A white guy. Mm-hmm. Who created the show? A white guy. Who greenlit the show? A white guy. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. when you look at the number, like I'm in TV writing right now, like over 70% of TV writers are white. And then if you look at like the upper levels, like showrunners, like my show, uh, my show, uh, I have an Asian showrunner, which is really dope. But like I'm like, I'm blessed to have that. But like most shows, the showrunner is a white man. 
like ninety percent of shows of shows Older that team, have a show. Huh? Yeah, ninety yeah. percent of shows that have a showrunner are white, and then like even more is like a white man. So it's just like entertainment is ran by white people. So if you're right. white and you didn't get get it, you just weren't good. Yeah, like straight up, <laughs> like you, because that's the other thing. Like white comedians don't. I was me and Felonius Monk were talking about this. Is like white comedians don't understand that like when you go mainstream or crossover per se, that means the majority of the audience is white, right? And so to be a comedian that's not white, you have to get your disposition off and make people laugh that don't look like you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then to not look like a sellout, you also have to make the people laugh that look like you. Look, we've been places where they talk about black comedians that can't make other black people laugh. They're Mm -hmm. the laughing stock of niggas, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But white comedians don't have to worry about that. White comedians can become famous, make all this money, and never make another person that doesn't look like them laugh. In fact, white guys, they can just make white guys laugh. They don't Mm -hmm. even have to make white women Women laugh. laugh. No. Mm Mm-hmm. And they can still be a star and make all this money. We black people, we gotta make everybody laugh. Right. Black people, white people, everybody. And they don't have to do that. And I was I was like, you could go to a white comic if you told them, do you really think you could go into a room where everybody in the audience didn't look like you and you could make all of them laugh? Could you do it? And if you pause and think, you don't really think you that funny. Yeah. <laughs> You know Johnny do that shit. Johnny does this Johnny, shit all the Johnny time. Johnny be killing. I Johnny be killing. I was like, I can do that shit. Exactly. <laughs> and so it's just like there's a lot of comedy out here in LA that's doing well per se. Take that shit to a all Latino room. Yeah, right. Gonna be crickets. Take that mm. shit to all black room. Take gonna that be crickets. shit to Armenian right. room. Those take that, rooms hard take that shit to a gay show in West oh, Hollywood. It's gonna be crickets. I know people yeah. like, bro, go to go to a room where it's like it's a gay audience or a trans audience. See if you can make them laugh. Mm-hmm. You probably can't. Yeah, shit ain't easy, they'll, they'll bro. They'll see through your right. bullshit, you know what I'm saying? And so it's just like white comedians can kind of just slide through and not ever have to make anybody laugh that doesn't have a perspective different than them. Right, yes. because the space and just like you, you gave a whole list of like how many things are controlled and dominated by white people, the space is centered around whiteness. It's so made they for them to, to succeed. Right, so they get to come in and glide, you know, on some skates. Meanwhile, all of our comedy has to be well adjusted for everybody right. to digest and consume. Mm-hmm. Ain't that right, Lilu? Yeah, it's, it's Lilu right here. Y'all say what's up to him. Y'all seen the first episode. First episode, this is Lilu right here. You know what I'm saying? Y'all had to be here. She's letting y'all know, hey, get your ass down, okay? It's our first official guest on the podcast. <laughs> 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 welcome, Lilu. Welcome, welcome. That's yeah, no, we we like uh like Chris Rock and Kevin Hart and then when they brought the goat on oh, stage. Oh, I know, right, right. nigga, I saw that. <laughs> we brought the dog on the we podcast. The Biggest moment of your life. Well, you a model too, though. She a model, you know what I'm saying? Albert and Diana were over it and they yeah. had Mama there with taking photos uh-huh. and she does good with it. Other dogs and stuff? Yeah, That's she good. and then like good with taking photos. She's You take she's, her to the dog park? Yeah, I took her today actually. That's what's up. Had a good ass time, didn't you? Oh yeah, all right, get your ass down. <laughs> Hell yeah. But it's like I was saying, it's like, cause you'll see certain comedians killing it, and you're like, why aren't they here? Why aren't they there? Like, you'll see like a certain like gay comedian of color or like a trans comedian of color that's just like rocking rooms. It's like, well, why aren't they being uplifted? And it's like probably because they're making somebody in power feel uncomfortable. Yeah, that's what it there's is. There's so many uh, invisible obstacles that other people have to face. You know, that's what it is. Away, and it. even now, there's probably if we look at each club, I wouldn't say that there's more than ten. I would say possibly more. There's probably just like five. But let me try to be modest. 
I wouldn't even think there's 10, though. 10 black comics that are consistently rotated in either one of these clubs. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't think. Yeah, I'd agree. Especially when you say consistent. There's like, maybe five. And, yeah, and they man. might get, at each club that are consistently rotated. But other than that, those five don't move. They're always there. And, and there's not a new five to be rotated that's a, that's in. That's the thing. There's not a new five. <laughs> there's like you like you see them, you've been seeing them killing yeah. in there for years. Like, oh yeah, that's the that's the black dude that be at the comedy store. That's the black dude that be at the improv. Bro, that's the black the dude that's the It's like a token. Either there's a black them because no, no, no. they funny. They gotta yeah, they funny. They gotta they have to be funny. They, exactly. They gotta trap their opportunities out and everything. But it's like you don't see like a rotation like we're like all right well let's get some new black or asian or latino whatever yeah. in here whereas like it's a new white dude every week getting right. passed at these clubs right. and, and you know it's funny too there's like a there's like a token black comic or a token black show yeah which is kind of like and eh, tucked off yeah they get one day a week yeah nigga, nigga night and yeah, even nigga the nigga night, night yeah. still got a white dude or somebody else who's non-black yep. on the show so it's like man where does that ever go and nigga night got extra security <laughs> extra everybody working you know it's funny. I was just I just watched uh, 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 me myself and Irene, and then something about Mary, yeah. and both the both of those movies. I think they came around, around the same time, yeah. And they're both hella funny, yeah. But then both of them had just like black people sprinkled in it. Yeah. It's like oh, just the random black people just for yeah. like for the, the sassy funniness. black friend to go. Oh yeah. shit! Oh yeah. Damn. And then the black the black stepdad and other one was just like, I mean this shit was funny, but yeah. it's like ah, this shit kind of. Or you'll see the, or you'll see the shit, movie though. that has like the magical Negro that's just there to give the white dude advice to uh-huh. make it through the movie. He the yeah. voice of reason. He the voice of reason. Nigga, right, what you doing? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's like, God damn, what do we do? It's so fucking hard. Mm-hmm. God damn. Like so many steps and so many obstacles. <laughs> and then, but it makes and then, and the reason why because like, I was just, I was talking to Anwar because mm-hmm. I I posted something. He was like, "You okay?" And I'm like, "Man, I'm good." It's just like I was just. And I even said that at the end of the post, like, I'm okay. I promise, like, don't be checking on me. But he was just like, he was like, yeah, bro, like, that's what comedy is. Like, Richard Pryor and, like, Martin and niggas like that didn't go, like, crazy for a second for no reason. For no, yeah. Because imagine being so good at something and you just keep getting passed over for, like, white mediocrity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. like, I see it. Like, I, I, I was at a club the other night and I was, like, I was in there watching and I'm kind of like, why am I watching this shit? Yeah, bro. Every time I'm at, I'm over there at the store, bro. I'm just like, bro. I'm not getting on stage because of this. Yeah, I'm never like overly impressed by what's going on. And right. you see people and, at and, every level. And there's some people there's that are some people, really people good. That are killing though. Oh, they are killing. There's some, there's some really people. There's bro. I, I and I love those ones that are that are doing it. Yeah. But bro, top to bottom though, eighty percent. Yeah. 80% gotta be like This is a dud And it's It's like And you know and I, I don't ever wanna be arrogant Or nothing like that I always wanna You know Stay humble level headed But it's like I get up at the comedy store Just as much as I did When I started comedy Yeah <laughs> Which is none Which is I was gonna say You get up at the comedy store Yeah And your first time At the comedy store right. Was when we did that show With Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle. And I that was the last time, though. I killed that shit. That was the last time, was, right? Yeah, that was the last what time. Year I, was that? Nigga, that was 2017. Five years ago. Sheesh. I was 22. I didn't even know what I was doing. Followed Making Dave. people laugh. Bro, that's how I feel. Imagine how I feel. And it's just like, 
to see what I've done, like since then, it's like I'm a national, I'm a nationally touring headliner. Like y'all have come to right. shows with me. Y'all see what right. these audiences are like when mm-hmm. I'm at my shows and shit like that. And it's just like I write for a TV show. I've I've done all these things they say you're supposed, you're supposed to, to do. You hit all these right. benchmarks to get in at these clubs, and it's just like cricket. I don't hear from Phone anybody. Is silent. And so, but then I see somebody that like, why? Like, how did you like? And I don't ever ask people like, how did you get in up here? One, because I don't want to know, because I know. Well, you know. And then, and then the two, is just kind of like, bro, like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what what else am I supposed to do? Yeah. And so that's why when I when I, when I I do go up there to go see a friend perform or go catch up with people, because it's always cool. Like, I always catch up with somebody I haven't mm-hmm. seen in a while. That's the one thing I do like about going to these clubs. Somebody's always like, how come you're not getting up up here? I'm like, nigga. Don't ask me that shit. I'm like, don't ask, first, don't ask me that shit. Yeah. And like, nigga, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't you got to get to the point where you just don't care. I don't. And that's you the really thing. Don't. I don't. And that's, that's why I'm talking about it. If I yeah. cared, I'd be like, all right, well, I'm not going to talk know, about yeah, it. Just yeah. in case they might book me. Mm-hmm. No, nah, like, that's I don't, not the case. I don't give a, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like now, it's like, if I, if I really want to do a show in LA, I can get 200 people to show yeah, up right. for a show. And do our LA own show. And do my own shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, it, it does kind of like. Because when I was 21 and I started, it was like, whoa, these are the comedy The facade, clubs. the mirage. This yeah. is where Richard yeah. Pryor the, was doing yeah. coke and shit. Mirage, this is right. this is where, you know, Joe Rogan called out Carlos Mencia. And like this, like this is all these, these, these landmarks in comedy. But then you realize that like it's bullshit. Yeah, it is bullshit. It's a mirage. Because they only pick certain people. And you know, and and that's just how it is. If you if they're not letting you play that game, you got to go do your own thing. It's a mirage. I used to. Oh go yeah, up. you got to do your own thing. I used to get up there pretty often, and then when I stopped running sound for DJ because we were doing our own shit, yeah. and it was like, oh okay, and it was just like that's when I was like, man, fuck that place, nigga. Yeah. I'm not giving you all of me, exactly, right? Just for some building. Mm-hmm. Like what the fuck? And I got to do that shit on my own. In reality, we and you know what. We talked about it before, but we could just like rent that bitch out, right? Just throw on motherfucking shit. I wouldn't want to bring people there. No, either. No, right. I but I want to give y'all that money. Like we that's get, we could really just what make that doing. shit. Yeah, that's why we doing our own shit. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather go to a place where like women feel safe. Yeah, <laughs> right. But yeah. damn, sure. That's real. It's weird because my first show was there, uh, right. 2010, bro. You hadn't even you hadn't even done comedy that first before. Set was there? First like, set, straight up. First set hadn't done comedy. Would just have to fucking. I was actually ass. telling a friend that story a couple days ago. I was like, Marcus's first time was at a club and he had never done comedy before. Yeah, bro. damn. And the wow. shit was fun as fuck, you know. But I just hadn't known, like like you said, 21, 22, really didn't know like what to do and all that shit. And yeah. then I probably would have been kissing ass then. I just went home. Oh, that was good, right? They gonna call me right. back. <laughs> they gonna you didn't know. know any better. You didn't know. You don't yeah. know what to do. No and one I, really takes you under their wing. You and know? I'll be honest, I tried to kiss the kiss ass at Comedy Store route. I tried that shit. Right, didn't work because I saw what everybody else was doing. I was like, oh, everybody else stands in line up here. You buy a drink. You talk yep. to people. Have yep. a good time. All right, I'm gonna do that too. Hopefully, I get booked. Yeah. And then it was it was crazy. I never got booked during that sh- doing that shit. But then uh, something kind of popped off on the internet like twenty. Eight, oh yeah, I wrote I wrote some sketches for Comedy Central 2018, mm-hmm. and then I got I got a spot to do. Oh yeah, uh, potluck, like, potluck, yeah, and I murdered that shit. Yeah, I remember that. Where wow. like ev- then, everybody left, like all the comedians left the room after I was done. Yeah, and like <laughs> it was funny because like uh, my phone was still recording. I used to have it on my phone, but like you can hear people like talking and like you can hear 
the guy who was the coordinator at the time. He, that's the other thing. With, or something like that's, that, right? Yeah, he was like, "Who are you? What's your name?" And that's the other thing with these clubs is like these people that book the clubs. This is your fucking job, nigga. You should know the fuck right. I am. <laughs> right. You should and know the fuck I am. Yeah. Like yeah. this and is like it just even at like LA Fitness and you run it, if you go up there, to you who, gonna know the people that work stand out there and watch. So you like, okay, I'm gonna pick this nigga. I'm yeah. gonna pick this nigga. Hey, yeah. you want to run? Like they don't do that. But that's that's the other thing about these coordinators and these people that run these clubs. Like they might not be there in a few months. They might quit. They might they get fired. So they much. might. They might get a better job. You know what I'm saying? So I guess some like, sexual assault allegations and that, fucking yeah, that true. happens too. And yeah. so right. like people like kiss up to these people, and then the next year they not there, and they gotta start over they again. They forget that they're regular to a, ass to a new, new nigga. Yeah. I gotta kiss your ass, bruh. Damn. And then they coming in like Billy Badass running this shit completely now. different. Yep. Even though you just had the green light two weeks it's ago. It's like the right? hottest girl at your school. You you spend so much time trying to holler at her and then she leaves. And she and a new hot girl comes in. You're like, oh, oh, shit. Oh, wait. Well, <laughs> let me talk to you. She same, like Chinese food. Same yeah. result. Yeah. You know? yeah. And so I, I tried that whole like, I'm going to hang out at the club route. And it's crazy. As soon as I stopped doing that shit. Things really started taking off. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? When you kind of like, uh, you respect, you learn to respect your time and value your yeah, time. Yeah, I was putting so much energy into it. Time, I was yeah. there like three, four nights a week, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Trying to like. When we would go up there, yeah, we would go up there, up. we would be up there all, all night. Day. I remember yeah. I used to get off work at the RV place and then drive to Carney's, park at Carney's. Yeah. Be at the comedy store until like fucking one in the morning. Yeah, but I will and say. And not even get up. I will say before the pandemic, like I really. Do miss those Mondays though. Those are fun. That when was, we all, that was it's all of us though. Yeah. Like it making all, it and fun. That's the thing. We can still do out. that shit. That yeah, so but it's just like, bro, like showing up. You see people you ain't yeah. seen in a while. Yeah. Everybody, oh, in, I love seeing the nigga down the street. Y'all yeah. both your hands yeah. go like, what up? Everybody in line waiting. And it was like out. our school for sure. It was like school. It was yeah. like, and then yeah. you go yeah. down. we everyone's going out for lunch. Yeah, it was, like, oh, we, it was like it was comedian high school, and then everybody went down the street, got food, blah blah blah, hanging Smoke out. Weed. And then when somebody, if somebody, everybody liked, got on the list, they come running down the street. So and so on the list. So and so on the list. Oh shit, we gotta right. go down there. And like it was that shit was fun. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. Yeah. That was that was like fun times. But after like you get to a certain place in your comedy where it's like. I'm not standing in line with 200 people. Fuck no. Right. That's crazy. And what makes I'm gonna that, get 200 people to come to my show. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, that's crazy. And I feel like what makes that fun, and even kind of what makes any mic or any show kind of fun, is that most of the time, these venues, I would say, I think they kind of, in a weird way, they take advantage of that green room vibe. Yeah. It's like a club putting up a red, or like a velvet rope <laughs> and letting people wait outside. We bring the value. We to bring it. the value by coming up there, like waiting, like engaging with all of our friends and shit like that. And that's what yeah. the fun part that we're having, because we're having like this water cooler, you know, fucking we're just out kicking it. Right. You know, that's why and when, that's, that, when that one venue got crazy with us, that was that was crazy. <sighs> We should Gosh. talk about that shit. Yeah, we get we we will. Man, we will. Now that we got Fuck our own show, niggas. we really I, thought, yeah. I saw that nigga on some like cooking show. Oh. <laughs> on this show on Netflix where you have to make food or you have to guess is it if cake? the food is it cake. Oh, yes. Wait, really? They you sent, they sent the, the nigga that they sent to tell us that we couldn't do the show. I thought he was on there and I remember watching I remember only that's the only reason I watched that show and I was like This really? and I, that's and so when I thought it was him on there, I was like, This nigga is like some lame ass motherfucker trying he's trying to like be in Hollywood and was jealous of us. Maybe. Mm-hmm. For all for the Man. listeners that don't basically we was doing a show at a venue and uh they told us right before we were doing one of our y'all had to be here live shows that we couldn't do the show. Because they had a lack of staff. And they were like, We have a lack of staff. Well at first they said well, 
Yeah. First they said um, your Sunday night doesn't meet the demographic. demographic. Then know. they bu- double back on that. Right, because we know like, what that I means. I wasn't <laughs> supposed to be standing there. I was like, no, nigga, I need to go we, and stand we, next to this they nigga. They double back shit. on that. And we was know like, what demographic means. Yeah, it's it's coded what language. Yes. Yeah. Right. Well, you made it. Like, y'all, made, y'all made it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right, they wouldn't, well, even, yeah, they wouldn't even let Johnny Mac perform. That's how fucked up. Yeah, it was just they hit us with some coded language, and this is from a black dude. Yeah, know, and that's that was that. the fucked up part, bro. They gonna send the black dude to, to say, talk to, to yeah, that's they how knew it works. If any, because I don't even think there was any other black person that worked there. No, no, no there wasn't. I just watched and the this Seinfeld is a Chinese episode. restaurant. No, yeah, I know. A Chinese restaurant owned by white people. Formosa Cafe. I don't care. Fuck them. Yeah, fuck y'all. y'all know what we're talking about. Fuck Formosa Cafe. To be real, y'all can suck my dick. I'm gonna be real. But uh, cause that was racist. Yeah, it was. And uh, the fact that you only got one black person working there, and somehow that's the one employee that come comes and, and tell tells us. us we can't do the show. You know what y'all are doing. Yeah, we don't have enough staff. You knew. Yeah, so that shit was Every wild. white person that worked there that was in on that shit knew they couldn't come and come tell us to tell us that shit. shit. Yeah, right. dude, it they know it would have been racist. They knew it was going to be racist. It, right. You don't have enough staff and talking about you don't have enough people, but it's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. How you don't have enough staff and like we've all been to restaurants that are quote unquote are low on staff. Yeah. What like, do they say? Oh, the food's gonna be out late. Can yeah. you give us some time? Yada yada yada. Yeah. We'll get you a yeah. drink. Yada yada. Right. So it's like, all right. One, we could tell our crowd, our audience, what's going on, and let them know. Who's gonna you take know, a little it's gonna longer. take a little time. Yeah. And then our show's an hour and a half. They're gonna be there for a while. You guys are closing at twelve. Right. Our two show o'clock. started at what? Eight o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like we're only taking an hour and a half of a block of time right. y'all, y'all are still scheduled to be here till yeah. 12 o'clock regardless yeah. of the staff is low or not right this is your job like your job is to serve food no matter there's a rush no matter there's nobody in that bitch yeah. no matter if you ain't even serving food exactly. you I, in there till y'all, 12 o'clock uh, y'all asked them i remember y'all saying that was like all right imagine a rush if a group of people showed up right now 30 people you're gonna turn up, them away we're gonna have we have dinner here tonight you're gonna say no they were like, yeah. Yeah, that's fucking what, right. That's when I knew nigga. they was really on some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. dude. Because we had like 30, 40 RSV, RSVPs. And, and right. they turned people away. That's money. Like, y'all don't want to make money? Right. Yeah. yeah like that, well, Choosing racism over money is a mental illness. Yeah, that's really how racism is. works, though. That's crazy. That's how it works. It's, it's like we rather take a loss and remain in power. That's what that whole CW UPN conversation yeah, we had. Right. We'll let UPN uplift and be the base. Right. Get the cotton first. And then yeah, we'll take losses once we have all then these white shirts. We'll make shows. our H and M shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the crazy thing is like, and I and like, you know, I I have been going there for a while. Orange chicken was cool, whatever. But I really was upset for Marcus because it was just like for, your ass off. for months, ten he months. Was, he was doing multiple shows there, building an audience. I had people in different cities hitting me up talking about, hey, when I come to L A, can I get in on that Formosa show stuff? Yeah. How, because of him, you got people in New York, Chicago, Detroit, Atlanta. Florida, Atlanta talking about, I want to do that show when I come out there. That People that didn't even live in L.A. proper knew about this restaurant because of this dude right yeah. here. Not because of the food. Not because right. of the Not food. Not because of the restaurant. They knew about it because he was running a good-ass comedy show every week. And so it was just like to, to treat him like that with no explanation and just, just like, like that was just so disrespectful. Yeah, I want to go in there and just like slap somebody like Birdie Mac. Man, <laughs> Birdie Mac got the chain <laughs> on the Chris Rock, on that Chris Rock movie. Yeah, he slapped that motherfucker. Just kept him pushing. Like, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, that shit was yeah, bro. That shit. But yeah, if you love us, man, don't spend money at the Formosa Cafe in Hollywood. Yeah, nah. boycott the Formosa, man. Yeah. We ain't fucking with that spot no more. Yeah. Can I get a beer? Yeah, it's a Chinese restaurant. I ain't seen one Chinese person in there. That's the Chinese people part. all over the walls. You know what we need to do? I'm gonna do it for my goddamn self. I'm gonna take a picture of myself, print yes. that shit out in black and white, that. and take one of those photos down and put my black ass face up in there. <laughs> That's what he should have did on Do the Right Thing. Yeah. <laughs> Why ain't no black people on the wall, bro? You gonna just look like a dot in them sea of white faces, though. Yep, it's gonna be easily recognizable. Bro, I I was watching a, that Seinfeld episode today where uh, I forget the girl's that's name. My, that's my show. Where they get the tickets to go to see the uh to see the uh, uh what the fuck is the baseball team? The fucking Yankees. The Yankees, and she goes with the Orioles hat on. Oh, Elaine. Yeah, oh, Elaine that, goes with the Orioles, and then the fucking dude calls a black dude to kick her out, and I was just like. I know they ain't black, but it's like, why are you making this nigga do that shit? Because <laughs> he was a world worker. Ah, damn, man. That's my show, man. But that, that made me, that, that, when seeing that interaction, it was like, that's how it was at Formosa. That's and I wanted to you. swing on this nigga. <laughs> it triggered you. And the nigga was like, calm down, let's stop all this cussing. I was like, bro, I don't give a fuck about all that shit. Like, you telling yeah. us it's demographic when some old white man came up to Yardown Mimi and was like, you were so amazing. Man. And we got that shit on camera. That was the so. wild thing. It was like you had old white people coming up to the people on our shows, man. Like, we're going to support you. That was amazing. They weren't even at the show. They was eating food on the side. Yeah. That was wild, bro. Like, I, it was just like, I'm from Mississippi. I didn't dealt with some racism. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, like, it just caught me off guard. I think I got too comfortable out here. Being in LA. Yeah. You and didn't that, even think it could happen. And that shit, I was like, that shit just caught me off guard, man. <laughs> it's like, more they, refined. they straight up said, y'all are black. And y'all bring black people here, and we don't want you to do your show here anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was just it, it, like, that's literally what they said to us. Yeah. And I was like, wait, this I'm not back home. Yeah. Like I had to like check. I'm like, am I in Mississippi right now? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. if I'm in Mississippi, okay, I fucked up then. You know, it's but, crazy because they were bad. paying this my, my nigga. Bad. This that nigga was, was getting paid to run the shows. It's like you guys are giving this food. Yeah. You're paying the food to do this shit. And that was a shitty thing because it was like an actual financial incentive for right. my endeavors, right? And to to be working at that spot for ten months, and to be doing three nights at that bitch, put a lot of work, killing in it, shit, like having repeat customers night after night. Only reason, Hollywood people show. coming in there. The only reason I was doing those shows there yeah. was because of him. Yeah. If anybody else was doing it, I wasn't gonna go up to a restaurant. Nigga, even when he asked me to take photos, and I don't really, yeah. I don't even like taking photos <laughs> yeah. at comedy shows. You, y'all <laughs> looked out, true. man. Y'all looked out because, nah, bro, both was, of y'all, all of y'all. But yeah, of, Arthur was, was like, I don't want to take photos bro, and do stand up. I was like, please. It was a lot of, com- it was Damn a lot shift. of comedians that came up there that wouldn't have came up there. Yeah, that spent money there that wouldn't have spent money up there because they fucked with Marcus, bro. Not because they fucked with the Formosa Cafe. Yeah, yeah. I'm and sure you know what? I the name of that. Fucking I, that's exactly. what I try to tell people too. A lot of times, it's like, bro, if you're running a show anywhere or doing anything, just know that you're bringing a value to that space. Or you're yes. bringing an economic incentive and value. Yeah, to don't that let the motherfuckers play you, man. They don't will play you. Feel like you're out less. here, and in most places, but especially out here, they will dangle just the ideal of you having access to exposure or getting stage time, and you still doing all the work. Exactly as like a reward. They didn't do any work. All they did was. Turn the fucking air conditioning on. Right. Yeah. In fact, we set up the tables and the chairs in that room. I right. know. We don't work there. Right. And it's funny too. Our audience, they don't need food. Nah. They don't. They need bought food because <laughs> they was and there. They were gonna drink. So they're gonna be ordering exactly. drinks. The bartender's happy. Most of our shows we do, there's not even food available. There's, yeah. No. No, so, no catering. It, no outside. Nothing. No hot dog drinks. cart. Nothing. So this, the weed. This is also the the you know the kicker was 
So we don't do our show right. that that Sunday, right? We, we move our show up early. the street at Accidental. Shout out to them. Appreciate you. We do our show there. It goes well. Shit was, was looking dope. Down. And then I'm like, all right, whatever. It's just water off the back or whatever. Just keep it pushing. We do our Wednesday show. Another sold out show. Great show. Wednesday. Thursday morning, I wake up to a text. Um, you can't do your Friday show and your Sunday show anymore because uh, you were being a bully last. You threatened Sunday. him. It was like, what? Well, we had to talk with this nigga. Like that's that. When you got that message, I was like, we should have just jumped that nigga. <laughs> right, and, that, and that's should have actually thing. bullied him. Then. Right, yeah. we should have actually did it because that and that is you bullied the staff. That first, is, there was no staff. The grown ass man. That is non-black people's go-to when they need to make a villain out of a black person. I can just say you were aggressive. Right. I can just say you were a bully because people yep. people are gonna believe that shit easily. Yep. Oh, this black guy and that's scary. exactly what happened. There's and then it was guys. weird because I'm texting it back and I'm like, so I have it on camera. That's you're what you saying, said too. Yeah, you saying that I can. I can do my Wednesday show, but I can't do my Friday and Sunday show because what's, what's different I'm about the bully, Friday and Sunday? I'm show. a bully on Friday and Sunday, but not Wednesday. Yeah, and it was bullshit, yeah. bro. They picked the shows that had the black people showing up. Right. Well, that's what I said. I was like, yeah. "Well, you're not. You still allow me to do the Wednesday show because I run it with two white girls." Right. And he was like, "You know what? Well, just for that, and just for a consistency, I'm cutting all your shows. Strike three. Yeah. Yeah. That was strike yeah. three. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. and, and here's the insane thing. They liked the black thing when they thought it was working for them or whatever. Cause we mm. did the we did that the first show we did where the music was playing while we were performing. The Friday mm-hmm. one. I had it. I literally said so on stage, fun. I said, "Man, this the most black people I've ever seen, seen in this place." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what did they do? They reposted the clip. <gasps> did they? They reposted the clip on their Instagram, mm. but then months later, it don't fit their demographic no more. Love to make. They'll use it for the cool. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. They use it for the cool factor. Speaks volumes right there, bro. Insane. Be careful of these these venues. Be careful. Out here. Be Run careful your own these, shows. Be careful of these. Take venues. over a backyard. Yeah. yeah. Find a friend or your own backyard. Right. Yeah. Wherever you buy weed at, that's where you can run a show. <laughs> be careful of <laughs> these venues. <laughs> be careful of these promotion companies. Don't even use a promotion company. I learned that from experience yeah. this past tour. Don't get me to start on that shit. But it's just like don't don't bro like just be careful of these venues. If you know somebody has an end at a venue. You're a comedian, do that shit. But like, just be careful, cause these places, at the end of the day, it's a business, and they're trying to make money, or they have a demographic yeah. that they want to uphold at these places. Right. And so, if if at one point you either are hurting the money or hurt that demographic that they think they have or whatever, mm-hmm. then you you are easily replaced. Yeah, just because somebody is uh, running business or about business doesn't mean it's fucking smart mm-hmm. business or right. logical business. Right, and they'll play in your face like you their friend and all this kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Right, and if you don't easily acquiesce, they will get you up out of that bitch. Because I was mad because I, I brought them a bunch of business on a night when it wasn't even a show going on. It wasn't nothing happening at the restaurant. Yeah. When I did my Comedy Central taping. Oh, yeah. I remember we, that. Yeah. yeah. I threw the after party there. Yeah. Upstairs. I was like, well, we do shows here. It's cool. Why not bring them business? Why not do it? They didn't even want to put a bartender upstairs. Bro, they right. treated us so foul, bro. I, I mean, I had people in that restaurant that didn't even live in L.A. They're oh. out here on vacation. Could have right. been, been anywhere on a Tuesday night. On a Tuesday night, I brought 50 people in there Nigga. to get drinks and party and mm-hmm. all this kind of shit. 
I remember that. that was, that's of, what it was. Bunch they didn't of have anything. Bunch of beautiful women was in there. <laughs> Definitely. Because Niles Ashton was there. If <laughs> Niles Ashton is somewhere, beautiful women show up. I'm glad we smoked that blunt upstairs. Exactly. Smoked yeah, that blunt behind the bar, you bitch ass stickers. Bro, that's how I feel about that venue we did in Seattle. Uh, yeah. Bro. Dog, so I took Johnny, Sunrise, Koozie, Deuce uh, to Seattle to do my little practice, little mini tour. Yeah. We get to this venue in Seattle, bro. And they tell me, oh, you've already got 70 pre-sales. Like, it's about to sell out. I'm like, oh, shit. For the first show? That's crazy. And I, so we get to the green room. Green room's cool. I was like, so what's like the, I always ask, what's the, I like to drink. So I was like, what's the drink situation? Do we get free drinks? Blah, blah, blah. She goes, uh, no, but our drinks are cheap, though. I oh, let it go. Nah. I go, oh, okay. All right. All I right. gave Johnny Mac twenty dollars. I said, go get a tequila bottle and yep. come back. And and then I and then I literally <laughs> when she as soon as she left the green room, I said, We smoking in this bitch. We doing everything and we never coming back. So we ate pizza back there, smoked weed, all that kind of shit. Cause fuck them, bro. I'm I'm bringing all these people to your venue. They spending all this money and we can't get a drink? Yeah, so weird. They put this little water pitcher in the back that had two ice cubes in it and a couple cups. Yeah, wasn't even enough cups for all of us to drink water. Smack that shit, oh, hell <laughs> shit no. out of here. And it's just like, like these places, like that's not how you treat somebody. Your artist that's bringing the people to the yeah. bar was empty until I got there. That's like having right. a potluck at your house right. and somebody brings a dish and then like, okay, I'll get some water. Uh, nah, bro, you are gonna have to go to Seven Eleven to get that shit. What? Like, what? And it's crazy. It's like, man, like. <laughs> Yeah, like these venues have to do way better about supporting these artists, man, because it's just like I'm bringing people to your spot that ain't even heard of this shit before, mm-hmm, right. but they live in the city yep. where your place is. Right. You know what I'm saying? And like people being like, I had such a good time here. Now they associate they associate your establishment with me, yep. right. which is always a good time because I put on a fucking good show. Right. And they associate this shit with me. So they had a good time here. So yeah, they're gonna come back and probably spend money or whatever. Definitely. And so it's just like, and that's how you're gonna treat me. Me and my niggas can't even get a drink. Not one. That's crazy. Not even one. That's ridiculous. You just said the drinks are cheap. Then why aren't they back here then? Right, right, yeah. right. If they so cheap, then right. just give it to me. In fact, why didn't you ask me before I got here what I wanted? Exactly. Right. We flew across the country. Right. Like it's like some niggas not, drove. Some people exactly. People <laughs> drove <laughs> crazy. Oh, yeah, half the people on the show drove across the That's country. Real. But then I give credit where credit is due. Next place I went, Siren Theater in Portland. If you're in Portland, Oregon, go support that place. As soon as we got there, they asked us, what did we need? They asked us, uh, what did we need to drink? Where did we, did we need somewhere to change? Like, they were on it. Paid us right after the show was over. Hell yeah. So, look, so I shit on bad venues, but I'm going to praise a good one. Siren Theater in Portland, Oregon. If you're out in Portland, support that place. Because they treat the, they treat the people right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how it should be. Yeah, you want people to be comfortable, Real. man. You awesome. want people to be comfortable. You have like a, you know, you go on a date, you take somebody back to your crib. You want to, right? You want them to be comfortable. Your room, yeah, yeah. it's not about but, to be dirty or whatever. Yeah, you like, oh, yeah. you know, you need anything, you know, make sure you're good, you know. You don't just be like, yeah, bitch, you gonna have to, you, you ain't got, I got weed, <laughs> I got, I got weed. a blunt for me though. Uh, <laughs> I got blunt. I seen uh, drinks are cheap. <laughs> I seen TK Kirkland the other day. This nigga did this whole bit. It was funny as fuck. But how niggas ain't got no snacks at their house. <laughs> Girls come over well, and you ain't I got s- no snacks? Uh, Who raised you? Bro, I it's stay three in the morning. The Girl, roll over, tell me what you got to eat. You ain't got no snacks. <laughs> you ain't got no cheese, nigga. Like, bitches love snacks. <laughs> Trail mix, niggas, yogurt and granola, some blueberries. You ain't got nothing. Bro, that's funny. The hell, man? Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, man. Uh, what else has been going on with y'all? 
What else been going on with me? Yeah. Writing. What else is going on with Writing. Huh. Writing. Y'all see that preacher shit? Bro, I wanted to talk about that <laughs> shit. Can we bring up the video? No, nah, there's Can a video you? of him in the car. That I heard about preacher, it. I you seen it? I the didn't preacher didn't being it. robbed in Brooklyn. Out in uh, Carnarcy. In Brooklyn. He didn't no, get beat up. He, he got, got robbed, robbed during his yeah. live well, gun, at gunpoint. And then I'm gonna send this. Uh, I'm gonna DM this other video to you on Twitter, where I haven't watched it yet, but it's it's of him in a car, and people are literally saying, "I'm glad they robbed this nigga." So I don't know what he said. Oh shit! Yeah, he's in a four hundred thousand dollars Rolls Royce. Is what he has. Now I don't know if this is it. If this is the one. I think so. He's that beefing it like with other preachers right now. Said, he beef. He beefing it with like other other preachers in the preacher community. Tell me why he hopped on another preacher's live because they was talking shit on about him. Now <laughs> he in there no hitting them with not, scriptures and not, shit. Not preachers oh, beefing goes, like rappers. It's a preacher. Look, you niggas can't oh, say no. John three sixteen like me. <laughs> Got to do a preacher versus. Bro, hell mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. TD Jake's killing all these niggas. For real. T.D. Jakes versus Joel Osteen. Oh, I got my money on T.D. Oh, so they came in there and he got on the floor? Yeah, it was a live stream. And you know what's funny, too? He said there were about 100 people in there, too, like women and children and shit, Yeah, it's too. like an actual, like a big, it's supposed to be like a big mega church or a quasi-mega Oh, it has to be. If he's stealing that much money to get that. He getting paid. He said they walked up straight to him. They took his wife's jewelry, too. And uh, like one of his deacons, they took he took their ring, but they went straight for him too. And then they knew he had chains. So he had his past his pastor chains on, right? Yeah. But then also he had his street nigga chains under, and they knew to take those chains. Oh, them niggas went to the church under. <laughs> them, yeah. ni- them niggas went to the church. And so with oh, that's my grandma chain. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> fuck your grandma, nigga. And, and so I was watching the thing about him. He also he went to jail for like five years for like I think but it was for what for, for Grand Theft Auto and like some what? I think it was like Grand Larceny or some shit like that. And now he a pastor. Yeah, it was like these some niggas that Hell you no, probably did just, dirty. That's lame. You supposed to come out of prison, Muslim nigga. Yeah, <laughs> nigga, the fuck you going? You running a Baptist church, nigga? I, I DM'd you uh, the other video of him. The people are saying they glad he got robbed. I don't know what he did, but it's him like in a car. They said it was like a million dollars worth of jewelry, and then two this food at the time. Yeah, why you got that? Why only wearing that? There's no little baby. Don't even wear a million dollars worth of jewelry on him, yeah. and he's supposed to. And you in Brooklyn, nigga? They don't play that shit. Hell you think no. he got he got God's disciple? What's like? God disciple, you heard it like Jesus was Man. always in like in some fresh shit. Like no, Jesus he, no, he wasn't. Get, Jesus it was, didn't even no, but there's like there's elements there like Jesus didn't even get dirty. His like his shit was just that's so clean because that nigga had magic. <laughs> he was like that's literally not. He was just true. wearing the freshest shit all the time, like some of the freshest <laughs> threads. Literally, the story of Jesus. Jesus is literally like the biggest mi- minimalist of all time. Yeah, but like you can be a fresh minimalist. No, you can't. Yes, you can. Jesus didn't yeah. wear jewelry. They didn't have ties Jesus back then. In fact, <laughs> Jesus, Jesus walked in a church and started throwing shit because them niggas were selling animals in there and shit and trying to make money. Okay. Like, well, he was against, like, capitalism and money. Right, completely. the money changer. Yeah. I know. So what is the element, right? Isn't there an element of, of churchhood that is like, oh, in order for the congregation to listen or to pay attention or to be with you, you must no be one that's who is, not true because cleanliness is next to godliness you can <laughs> right? bro, you can dress nice and be clean and not be doing all that lavish bullshit bro i agree a million nobody should ever 
get a million dollars off of jewelry off of you, bro. No. It's the same thing that rappers say. Like people pay attention. People see that I got it. They they want to be a part of it. So now people want to be in the word. But you a rapper though. That's a whole rap persona. You, you rapping a, Jesus Christ. You rapping the word of the Lord. <laughs> Hell, the word of the Lord. Uh, let's take this video. I ain't even seen this video. I'm glad this nigga got robbed. Man, I'm about to take over the city. Oh, yeah, what you about to do? Well, you know this real estate is booming, but the Lord blessed me with a big new church. Bigger than what you got now? Bigger than what I got now. We're up. Oh, man. <laughs> it's Cully Nice. It's time for something new, though. Never time, Bro, yeah, I'm glad they robbed this nigga too. That's what you get. That ain't even from the Jesus album. Fuck this nigga, bro. This nigga's a scammer, <laughs> no. bro. And you know, it's funny. oh my god, like black people using religion are so brainwashed too by Christianity, shit, bro. Yeah, I'm telling bro. you, bro. And it's like, nigga, you taking advantage of your people too, and you gonna buy a Rolls Royce? Like, I was laughing about that shit. Really, just made me sad, nigga, because like it's people that really believe in him and listen to him. Yeah, and mm -hmm. go to that church, and he's scamming these people. He's bro. scamming the fuck, and he's some ex. He's a hood nigga. He's still a hood nigga. That's fucked up. Legal criminal activity. They should have they should have pistol whipped that nigga. Shit not taxed, bro. I know. And so he's he. I feel like he's a nigga that got out of jail, was still trying to find a way, but knew that he had to stay legit, and he did the smart. It's really thing. interesting too. He opens up the video. You know this real estate shit is booming. Yeah. What? What is? Why that? are you talking like that? Yeah, you remax now, Jesus Christ. Like <laughs> what is this? Remax and, with Jesus. And, and it's remax. like, wouldn't it be such Jesus. a more? I don't even like how they shot it in a way to where it's like romanticizing. Like, why do we care about a preacher? Like, why are you even? Per I don't. It was just weird. But wouldn't it be more constructive for him to like to show him actually helping his congregation who's probably less fortunate? Well, he don't do that. Niggas that sold crack had they you know they was out there giving, giving, giving turkeys, turkeys away, away and shit Nino to people. Brown, nigga. Like you don't even want no Nino Brown shit. You're like, oh, let me just uh in the name of the Lord, Rolls Royce, bitch. Bruh, when I see these pastors doing this shit, I'll be like, bro, honestly, you a pussy because like you a bitch. Because honestly, you didn't have the balls to be a rapper or a comedian or an actor or like a motivational speaker. You used another nigga's material to scam people. Right. Oh, hacky ass. You yeah. gonna steal somebody you else's using, material. You using another nigga's material, bro, that's been around for thousands of thousands years. Thousands of years. I'm, I'm doing stand-up in the name of George Carlin. Yeah. I'm preaching all George Carlin. <laughs> I'm doing George Carlin now. Bro. To Church of George. Because think about it, man. When you a pastor, you're feeding off of thousands of years or something that's already preset of people that already believe in this thing or want to believe in this thing. Yeah. So you take their want to believe in this thing and you use it for your benefit. Yeah. That's fucked up. It is. Right. Especially yeah, it when is you especially when you look at black people, bro. Church cuz like I'm not a religious person. I was raised in church. Yeah. All but I was in church twice a week. My parents still work in the church I'm from. I don't believe in that shit. I'm not a Christian blah blah blah. But Church for black people was at the time during the civil rights movement was the only place black people could meet 
safely and not have white people in their shit and not feel in danger. Still wasn't it even was, wasn't even safe though. Still, yeah, too. But it was the safest place they could be. Right, and so right. that's why if you talk to your grandma or any older black people, that's why they hold church in a certain reverence. It's really because of that community and that stronghold that they had as a black community yeah. in those places meeting. It's not really God. It's mm-hmm. the community that they had. Mm-hmm. And that's why they take it so serious. So that's why church is so important to the black community because it was the one place that we were able to meet and organize and all this other stuff politically and do like Martin express Luther ourselves King. music exactly express know. ourselves in music and like i tell people all the time like there's a lot of black men in my life the only place i ever saw them cry was church that's real that was the one place like black men and black people could actually express themselves and things like that like even like me as a kid i was in plays and i danced and i did all these things to where that probably had a lot to, and i even preached a sermon at eight like church, oh yeah right. church, I was on the mic At 8 years old Doing 30 minutes And so it's like That's a place where I was able to express myself In church As a black kid So yeah. I feel like That might even have a lot to do With why I'm such a good comedian now And so it's like When I see people like Scamming people out of that shit It's, it's just It really hurts my heart Because a lot of people Have such an emotional Especially black Black, Korean, Mexican Because like People that are oppressed they have this thing with religion because it gives you hope. It gives you hope. Like yeah. slaves sang hymns and things like that to make it through the day, bro. Like that's it's why they have like connection. taking candy from a baby. Literally, because you oh, know they're man. gonna believe yeah. it anyway, and you know I can take advantage of this shit and do whatever I want. And I'm like, bro, that's fucked up. That's fucked. So I'm glad yeah. that nigga got robbed. Uh, like steal this nigga car, nigga bust bro, this nigga window. Steal some more of that nigga shit. And then you live in Brooklyn and you got a Rolls Royce, like. Nigga, why? You, you shouldn't even have a car you out have there. A car don't even need it. I've been there. Nigga, walk. Take the train, nigga. What the fuck you need a Rolls Royce for? You know how many gas stations I saw when I was in, in, in New York, nigga? Maybe five, nigga. He's like, I can't take the trains with these chains on. Yeah, for real. <laughs> that shit is crazy. That's what it is. You got another Modelo? This Modelo Rob this nigga. Rob this nigga again. Please, just beat the nigga up in front of the congregation, please. Okay? <laughs> Golly, man, because I remember, too, as a kid, like, being, uh, they were, like, tell me, like, when I got money, like, oh, you you need to give your tithes an offering. Give your tithes an offering. And I was thinking, like, nigga, I know how to spend $100. Like, nigga, if I spend it on this shit that I want, this shit that I, I need, I ain't going to have much left over. I ain't giving y'all my shit. Yeah. And then when I got a little older and I saw on the, uh, the uh, envelopes for offering, when they started fucking they had to line for your debit card number i was like yo get this shit out of my fucking Bro, face church, are you nah, fucking serious no, and now they take cash app and venmo and all that shit oh, of course they do cash yeah. i'm sure they do nigga i'll never i'll never forgive the adults in my life for letting me do this shit when i was nine years old i had all this money saved up yeah these niggas let me give thirteen hundred dollars to the church Bro. oh my god when I was nine years old because at the time i was like jesus wants me to do this I'm doing this because I love God and I'm all this kind of stuff. And they, the adults in my life, let me do that shit. That could have funded one of your tours, nigga. Bro, I'm still angry Whoa. about that shit to this day. I need that thirteen hundred. I yes. kind of want to be mad for you. Hell I'm yeah, like, damn. And it's just like as an adult, in why the did Lord's you, name, why did you let me do that? Why? And yeah. a lot of times, like especially like in black cultures, like the older people in your life usually just let you do that shit because they got God. It's just like. I mean, it's just what happened to us, nigga. Like they got got, and it's kind of like that—that that hope, the faith, the superstition in it—and it's like they're still getting got. Yeah, still getting got. I need you, know? you to believe in this shit too, because that's gonna fuck up my faith and my belief. So yeah. I need you. I need you as a child to also be. That's just hella irresponsible. I was just watching this show, 
where it was kind of like uh kind of the same premise as black mirror not the premise but like how they each episode is different yeah uh, there's one episode with the girl she's almost on her way to college her, her dad walks in and she's like hooking up with this dude and then her punishment is she has to go to church so they make her go to church every sunday then she goes to church and then she was like, all right y'all make me do this bullshit fine and watch uh, she started like questioning the whole logic of it her mom was like well you know it's like it yeah. doesn't fucking make any sense they don't but like whatever. when you ask questions yeah it's like well whatever watch i'm gonna keep on going to this shit and keep i'm gonna keep being a smart ass and, and using it against y'all so she goes she gets to a point where she's enjoying like you know pissing her parents off she takes forty eight thousand dollars out of her savings gives it to the church her dad freaks the fuck out Breaks the fuck out and goes try to talk to the priest. And he's like, y'all fake-ass religious people. Y'all rich fucking people. We're supposed to be giving shit away to people that mm. need it. Y'all are just good capitalists and mm. you're not religious. Mm. You just you just care about yourself. Yeah. And it's like, like, look, I gave the money to the church. Now you're freaking out. He's trying to go talk to the dude to get the money back and all this you shit. You don't really believe this yeah. shit. Yeah. And he was the the, 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 the priest was like, no. Nah. I'm not giving a shit back. Like she did it. It was so great what she did. It's so great. Right. So He's like <laughs> wrap it back in yeah. the blessing. It's, don't <laughs> you care about the 13? church? Did you do a testimony? <laughs> you just can't give 13. Nigga. You just can't put it in the time and I know there's a picture you somewhere. You have to do a whole. Like, I'm holding like a big ass like chair. Hell no. Nah. It's a picture somewhere, nigga. I'm holding uh, a big. I'm smiling like a big dumbass with this big check. I'm little like, dumbass nigga. Bro, it's I'm crazy. still mad about that. Yeah, shit. dude. And so like she, she stays caught up in like having fun and like she meets cool people and like having fun pissing her parents off but then uh it gets to a point to where she's at church and she kind of like gets lost in like you know what she was was doing it for the uh the the priest is up there and he's like and let's give let's give a special thank you to our special lamb that made a special donation to the church we just got our altered Re remodeled. Right, it's always a building for. And this bitch on. was like, "Are you serious? Yeah, that's what they you use fifty grand to remodel a altar? Are you fucking kidding me?" And she looks at everybody like, "You're not fucking mad about this shit? Fuck this shit!" <laughs> I'm like, "Please!" I'm like, "This is bullshit." And it's like, it's just all bullshit. Yeah, it's just all bullshit. Bro, but that wasn't that. That's the whole thing when you was growing up was black. Like, don't play with God. Don't oh play, yeah, don't play with God. Nigga. It was used as a threat. To scare you, and it's like, pay yeah. God, don't play God. <laughs> pay God, don't play God. I stopped believing that shit. My life got instantly better. Hey, we need to put that on the shirt. <laughs> pay God, and it's got like God. this, like nigga. I, <laughs> put that money in my hand, but I swear to y'all. Yeah, because yeah. it's just it's crazy because like then religion seeps into people's politics and. How they live their life, how they raise their kids, and all these kind of things. And so now you just controlled by this entity, like this this group of people that you see once a week. You live your whole life. <laughs> right. Hey. Yeah. Remember that times we did mushrooms at the beach? And uh I think that's when you got in the water. I saw Jesus. You saw Jesus. <laughs> tell me, tell me what happened. That shit was, that shit was so funny. Because right. that was the day Darren got was super drunk. Bro, we he was like, I got a bottle for us. This nigga didn't share one sip right. of this. He said he got a bottle for us. us. That nigga drank the whole bottle. <laughs> the rest of us just did mushrooms. This we was about to leave. We about to leave. Waste. This nigga just walked in the ocean for no reason. <laughs> The oh, video on my phone. <laughs> Me and Thousand was screaming. Scream. Bro, I've never, I don't think I ever laughed that hard in my entire life. I was crying. I was on the ground in the sand crying. <laughs> this nigga was so drunk. But anyway, 
I was on shrooms. I was, this is the second time I did shrooms. Uh huh. Second time I did shrooms, I did like two and a half grams. Uh-huh. And I was in the ocean, just like swimming around, having a good time. I felt like a kid again. It was great. The weather was great. Mm-hmm. I looked up. It was Jesus was just sitting on top of the wave, just sitting on top of the water. And I literally go, I'm high as fuck. I go, I'm high. <laughs> Nigga, I know this not Jesus. And he was like, no, nah, it's me. And I was like, for real, for real? He was like, well, I'm the Jesus everybody's made up. He's like, nigga, I'm not real. And I was like, bro, like, you're not real? He's like, no. Like, people made me up, man. Yeah. But he goes, and then he goes, but here, stop being a dick, man. If people want to believe in me, just let them do it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> and this nigga came out the water and just, like, sat there and was like, nigga, I just saw God. And he just was like. And I just talked to the nigga. He yeah, was he was cool. just like. Nigga, stop being a dick and just let people believe me. I was like, what? And this is the second time doing mushrooms. You know, yeah. I have been doing them. And I always like, well, we'll monitor this nigga, like, make sure he's good. Yeah. And I was just like, damn. It was crazy. He's like, serious. But he, and he's okay. But he's serious about this. Like, like I wasn't playing. Yeah, like, yeah he wasn't playing. Yeah, he was dead serious. Dead serious. I just talked to God. Like, I, went, I didn't even laugh when I told him. No. You can't. Because he literally. He it literally, wasn't a funny conversation. It wasn't a funny conversation. <laughs> he literally told me, like, I'm not real. It's yeah. cool that you don't believe in me. But. If other people want to, like, I give people hope, man. Yeah, right. Let them. Let them. That's real shit. It's like, people believe in the tooth fairy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And Santa Claus. And so it's like, I, from that point on, I was like, I'm not, if somebody believes in God, whatever, or whatever, I'm not going to argue them down. Yeah, waste your time. I'm not going right. to waste Energy. my time with that yeah, that's shit. That's real. That's real. If I mean, don't, we believe wanna... we in California. Right. <laughs> this is Mexico. <laughs> I don't care what you say. All right, nigga. I'm, I'm leaving you. This is, this I'm is Mexico. Saying, it's like. Bro, you, we you put labels this, on things. You can want to say this is California so bad. This yeah, is Mexico. This is Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Some people believe this shit California, and that's how they. I know. That's just like the same people uh, that believe uh, New York has, has the best Mexican food. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh God, okay, man. let me log off my Twitter. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that clip. People getting mad. They never left New York before, so all the best food is just in New York. Just, yeah, you can't argue that Mexico has better Mexican food. That's crazy. Right, right. Nah, nah. We got it. We got it, son. Yo, <laughs> dead ass. Dead ass got the best Mexican. Food, oh son. man. Yeah, shit. You gotta just let people do they do thing. They do. Like that's yeah. not my responsibility. You know. One thing I won't let people do what they do is uh fucking uh. We just seen that shit with Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> Stupid ass. What's that? <laughs> oh, the nepotism the shit. The nepotism I saw shit. That. <laughs> what did she say? Cause I tweeted about it. Gwyneth Paltrow. And here's the thing. Here's the thing about Gwyneth Paltrow, bro. I thought you had regular white privilege till you opened your mouth. Yeah. I just thought you had regular white people privilege where you happen to be in Hollywood. And somebody, got it. Yeah. Somebody's right. like, this is a cute white girl. Let's put in a yep. movie. No, your mom is an award-winning actress. And your dad right. is a fucking movie director. A movie director and producer. The yeah. only reason you're here is because of because them. Because of right. them. And you talking when about- When was you not on set? Uh, we have to work twice as hard. Bitch, your dad is a director and producer. If somebody says something bad about you, they're fucking fired. Right. So you literally said fired. Gwyneth Paltrow on ne- Colt Vulture tweeted this. Gwyneth Paltrow on nepotism. It makes you work twice as hard. Well, if this is you working what? twice as hard, Gwyneth, that's bad. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. If this if this is you working twice as hard, man, try thrice, my nigga, because you're, <laughs> you're not that good. She's working twice as hard at lying to herself. <laughs> 
You worked twice as hard at being delusional. Because Ben and I love Ben Stiller, but Ben Stiller tried to do the same shit. He oh did. He's talking about man. It's really it's a meritocracy. Like there are some people like are because his parent, like his dad was Arthur and King of Queens. Yeah. His mom was an improv nigga. legend. Yeah. Like his parents were comedy legends. You yeah. know. That's why he got a TV show very young on MTV. And it's like these people just nobody's like some of y'all are actually talented. Nobody's mad at y'all for your achievements. It's just be real. Be real. Tell the truth. Yeah, for real. Like, yeah. stop acting like yeah. your parents didn't get you to a certain. Because, yeah. like, bro, yeah, you can score if you born on third base. Yeah, right. We in the dugout. Right, right. And we right. we in the dugout. We got we got into the dugout after working hard. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, and still ain't got caught up. Uh, in the dugout, for and real. It's, it's crazy, like, bro, like, because I, I look at the stuff we do all the time. Like, I have friends, they'll see the video, like, oh my God, so and so is so funny. So and so is so funny. And, like, they got a Netflix subscription. They're not saying that about the niggas they watch on Netflix. Nope. People come to the show, this, wow, this is better than what I watched on TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, and this is something I had to get out of was just because. Whatever you're, and this is to every artist out there, whatever medium you're in, it's like just because it don't have likes or views or whatever, that don't mean your shit not good, Mm-mm, bro. Right. There's some people out here that's not being truthful, that's in certain places because their parents know people. Right. And and so it's like, so it's people playing by a different set of rules. And so it's just like, it just makes me angry as somebody that's worked so hard to get, bro, I'm from Mississippi, bro. Nope. There's, Two comedians from Mississippi, me and Carlos Miller, nigga. Like, <laughs> like there's like no comedians, like doing Hollywood shit. Yeah. And so it's like, first, I'm from a place where one, no one's doing what I'm doing. So that's one step. I gotta move to get to a place where people are doing what I'm doing. Then when I get there, I have to learn how to do it, meet the right people, and then after all that, still be good at the shit. Cause you can move out here and make all the right moves and not be good. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Right. And so you better be white. And that too, <laughs> and if so you're not good. You better be white. Yeah, no, it's, it's talented white people that's not giving that's opportunities, like because their parents don't. Because their the parents don't know nobody. Yeah, that's real shit. Bill Burr didn't make it till he was damn near forty. He's one of the funniest comedians in the world. You know yeah, what I'm saying? A lot of black comics though. Uh huh. Yeah, that's I mean, gonna be Johnny Mac not getting on to fifty. <laughs> Sorry, Johnny. Is that the problem? <laughs> Start a different podcast, bro. Johnny gonna cut us off. <laughs> you, would, you wouldn't be the first white person to leave me and go do a podcast. Man, and I'll be real, that shit not gonna get you nowhere. Don't leave me, nigga. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't planning. <laughs> but it's just like, bro, like it's we see the funny like that, and that's why like when uh somebody named some comedian, I was in the writers' room the other day. I'm not gonna say the comedian. Somebody named some big white comedian. They're like, you don't think they're funny? And I'm like, no, because even if you want to go in that genre, I know white women funnier than her. Hell yeah, way funnier than her. Mm-hmm. And it's like I'm around the most talented, funny people in the world every day yeah so when i see these like nepotism people or these people that they just say the right thing so they're supported by a certain corporation or whatever i just think it's bullshit because i see the jill chrissy's i see the chelsea grows like i see these people in LA. like i see y'all Kalia the Kalia mcneil's like mm-hmm. no nah, it's just bro like get the fuck out like i i know the most talented people in the world yeah. I'm around him every day, so the stuff I see is bullshit. so we know so many fucking talented exactly. people. Like I can name forty black comedians now that could have an hour special in Rocket. E- right. Easy, 
easy. And it'd all be different. All be different. And that that's goes back to that shit that we're saying about like the club having like their five favorite. You know, it's like, unless you get a real like taste of how different black comedy can be, just like what Basement Fest was like, you mm. know, that shit, it Say opens up again. your eyes, you know, it opens up your eyes to be like, yo, comedy can be in so many different shades and so spectrums many of just like hilarity. Food, like food. Yeah, it's so much different areas of hilarity where people have their disposition and it's all funny and it all stands out on its very own and, it can, and everybody can relate to all these different type of right, things right like, right like right, food right. like straight and, up and, and still it's like what we notice with the audience and shit is like we still have a way to make everybody laugh yeah yeah you know because like low-key basement fest was a black festival People didn't even realize that shit. Yeah, it was a black right. festival without calling it a black festival. It was ninety percent black comics. Like, yeah, right. You can count the white comics on your hand, like Johnny, Rachel, Mike, Mike Allie, Allie. She killed that shit too. Mm -hmm. Joey, Joey Mack oh, yeah. is. Uh, we, me and Dennis used to work with Ali Mack's boyfriend. Oh yeah, he did yeah, the editing he stuff. Was, he was oh yeah. yeah it was there. maybe yeah. five white comedians on Basement Fest, and everybody else was black, Latino, Asian, or, or Middle Eastern. Yeah, Middle Eastern. Yeah. So it's just like, and we did that shit, and nobody even thought about it. Like, wait, I'm at a, because it was just funny. It's just you funny. You know what I'm saying? Even in the audience yeah. too, it like, was just funny. Just, and the audience was all different. Just people. everything. And that's the thing. Yeah, yeah that's the how it shows too. It's just always different. Everything. Everything's. Right. Every, everyone's there. And that's and that's what com and I wanted to create a place where this is what comedy can be when you mm -hmm. do it right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's like it doesn't have to be this shit where like, all right, we're gonna put one black person and one yeah. Asian person on this. And 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 honestly, too, to be good at, to be good at something is not to be just be good at one part of that shit. Right. You have to be mm. good at. From the, so many different angles of it, like just like athletes, you know what I'm saying? A chef, you can't yeah. just you can't just have one fucking dish that you make that is fucking out of this world. You right. gotta have a fucking right. menu. Yeah, right. it's like being that a don't make you a chef. Right. It's yeah. like being a yeah. basketball yeah. player. Like, oh yeah, he can dribble out this world, but he can't finish at the rim. Yeah. Then what do then, we need you for? Yeah, what we need we you for? Exactly. We got a hundred motherfuckers that can do that shit and more. Right. Well, yeah. Well, stand up is just like they just don't want to. I the, the fucking world we live in is weird as hell. That's why I do mushrooms all the time. Well, it's just like the entertainment industry is just like any industry. It's not a meritocracy. It's who has power here, who has leverage. Mm -hmm. It's like Chappelle is a black man, but because he's so famous, he can go to any comedy club and do three hours because he has leverage. Yeah. If he didn't, he could be that funny, but not have that leverage and nobody would let him get up. That's mm -hmm. us. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We don't have leverage. Yep. And so it's just like, and so it's that's why he can do that as a black comedian. Yeah. And so that's where you can make the things, well, well Chappelle's a black comedian. He getting up. Blah, yeah. Blah. It's, it's almost like the fact that he is funny is a coincidence. Yeah. Because he could not be funny, have the leverage, and still ramble for three hours. Because we can name some people that got leverage. They ain't funny. We're yeah. not going to do that. So but. it's like almost like funny's become like, Oh, and he happened to be funny. Yeah, it's like that super famous dude that did. It's the hours. icing he on the cake. It's yeah. the icing on the cake. Oh yeah, it's the icing on the cake. And it's called comedy. The funny part shouldn't be the icing on the cake. Yeah. It should be the, the part that matters. Right? Yeah, right. The I laugh all the time when people like I'll just be hanging out with comedians and they'll be like, "I'm funnier than that nigga." Why didn't I? Blah, blah. And I'll just be laughing like, "Nigga, that don't matter." Right. <laughs> 
Bro, me too. That's where I get my most laughter at. Some of the niggas thinking this is about being funny. Right. I'm like, nigga, you ain't learned enough. Do y'all, do y'all remember <laughs> where you were? Like, where you like when you realized, like, oh, this shit not about being funny. Yeah. Oh man. I remember I realized it. I was like, I think it was my second year in comedy. I was 22. Yeah. And I was watching. Uh, I was watching this open mic, and I remember this dude showed up. And he skipped everybody, and the the book the host of the mic just threw him up in front of everybody. Like, we got a special guest, and the dude goes up, bumps everybody, and bombs. Yep. Of course. And then on Instagram later, I see the guy that was hosting the mic is on this dude's show that he's doing the next week. It's like, yep. oh, that was just a friend doing yeah, another friend just a favor. Dick riding, yeah, dick riding each and other. And so I was, I was, cause like when you see somebody get bump everybody, you're like, oh, this. He, he about might to, be good. He yeah, might yeah. be good. He might yeah. be kill. Right. And it's like you did the worst set. Yeah. And I was like, that's when I realized, like, oh, that this shit, this shit not about matter. being funny. Right. Yeah, and I, yeah, that was like my third year. I remember too, like my third. Yeah, I realized shit, but I remember one time my third year where I got bumped at a mic. Yeah. And then uh, I went to ask, like, when I was going up, oh, oh well, stop asking. I was like, yo, and I, all, I. Was so close to losing it. I was like, "Y'all do that shit to me. You got me fucked yeah. up, nigga." Like, what? Yeah. And I was, I was just like, "Yeah, this shit don't matter. Mm-hmm. All these niggas just ride each other's dicks, yep. and it's a weird favor, favor competition type." Because they learn that from the top environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. All the clubs. Niggas tell, I, yeah, I remember that one time down I went to, power. I went to this comedy club. Met this dude who runs shows. This nigga barely do shit now. Yeah. And my homeboy introduced me to him. He's like, yo, Arthur's funny as fuck. He's like, oh, okay, bet. Well, you know, I just, you know, don't know you. So, like, just come hang around. Right. Like, come yeah. hang around. What come does that even around. mean? What? For what? I ain't trying to kick it with you. Well, come I need watch to... my show. Yeah. Be the audience because right. I need more audience. It's some comedians I don't even ever see unless I have them on my show. Yeah. You know how crazy I was sound? Like, oh, yeah, come come hang out. Come hang right. out. Yeah. yeah. Right. What? I never invited comics to my show, no. and I love the fact that they show love right. and pull up. Exactly, but I would never because this is like this is something you wouldn't even invite other comics to. No. Yeah. That, you're not my audience. Yeah, I done had comics yeah. like buy tickets to my shows. Like when I was running my playoffs, I'm like, nigga, why are you giving me money? Like, they just and support, I was sending the shit back. Yeah, I'm like, I don't want you to think that's how you about to like get on the show. Don't kiss my ass, my nigga. Right, right. I don't like that. Shit is weird. Yeah. I think but, when I realized uh, comedy wasn't about being funny. I think it was either my first or second year, but I was in that goddamn flappers competition. That mm. Uncle Clyde <laughs> shit. Right? <laughs> you believe. thought being funny mattered I know. flappers? <laughs> I, know. I know. It was that's stupid. The, that's was... the sweetest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> I know. To be young, naive, you can fuck funny. Flappers. Oh my gosh. So I do the competition. <sighs> I win the first round. I win the second round, and now I'm at the final round. Yeah, and this nigga in the final four at Flappers. Right, <laughs> I show up to the event right before the comic goes up, but I show up late to draw straws. And the owner of the club was like, "Well, since you wasn't here to draw straws, you can go up, but you can't win." And I went up, I killed, yeah. but they couldn't vote for me. What? And they, they told had everybody family, that they too? Had friends there, they didn't tell everybody. But it was just a behind the scenes shit. So even if everybody was like Steven, 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 no, we're giving it to the second person who had the most votes just because you weren't here on time to draw straws. And because you get to go last, people are gonna know you 
That's some more. power shit. Yeah, you it, were, was, it was. You weren't he here said, on time. He said, I'm teaching you a lesson for your Nigga, future career. Me, your, future, your future comedy career. Not to be. No. Bro, what? Nigga, if you the headliner of the show, you show up whenever you want to. Yeah. That's not teaching you shit. <laughs> like, what? That's some white man. I want to teach, I wanna teach this you know, black person I'm jealous exactly, of some shit. Exactly. That's crazy because mine also is going to take place at Flappers. Before you started, I was like, I got, I got one, story but it takes too. place. But I th- Marcus is on. We, Him and I had done a couple shows together. We had a friend that worked there. You who room. Yep. So this is why. So we're in the fucking the YooHoo room, which is like the side room, uh-huh. and in the main room is Rob Schneider. He's so bad. And first of all, when I sh- we do one show there, kill me, Marcus, close it out. We show up for the second. The waitress there is like, "Hey, you're Johnny Mac, right? I know you. We've all been talking about you because we had, did a show there a month earlier. So the second show, we're doing a show, and 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 Rob Schneider's in the room next door." And I don't know this, but like people are walking into our show while we're on stage. Hmm. And basically after the fact, the girl was like, yeah, people were like, heard the laugh. Like Rob Schneider was in the main room bombing. <laughs> and the people, imagine you're watching Rob Schneider and you hear screaming laughter from a room next door. People are walking out of Rob Schneider to go see what the fuck's going on in the I room next door. see two broke niggas do so it they're coming in and they're watching us and all that and they're killing blah, blah, blah. So that's... That's the second show. It's my second time at Flappers. Yeah. So they hit me up and invite me to join Flappers University and be a part of, take their stand-up comedy classes. Pay us money to be on our classes so you can get a showcase to become a regular at our club. The waitress knows my name. I just walked Rob Schneider's audience killing in the other room in a tiny ass room. So that my reward, my reward is now you've the privilege to give us money to take our class. So they can so, give you the stamp. So that's like, what he happened. came from here. That's crazy. and I was just waiting for like, oh, I'm a. They should have gave nah. you a, sh- a weekly show. Right. That's what I'm. Right. That's crazy, bro. So that shit was weird. That was my. That was like my first yeah. moment, especially in L. A. Was a like, lot oh, of this is like a lot of L. A. Comedians. Else. They first they do a couple shows at Flappers and they first start and they realize it's bullshit and they it's stop bullshit, going. Right. Because like I I was doing shows in the YooHoo room, doing really well, having really good sets. A lot of shows I'd be like the only black person on the lineup and shit, mm-hmm. and basically like batting clean up, mm-hmm. going up there and killing <laughs> people, bombing and going up there killing. It was like my yeah. second year in, and uh, like I like year like end of year two going to year three is when I finally figured out how to tell jokes, and so like that's when I was like really in a groove. And so I was doing shows there like maybe once a month, you know, because it's still hard to get booked and shit. And so after the show, I killed the human room doing like a five seven minute set. And I asked the lady that was the booker, I was like, hey, how do I get to do like a show in the main room? She tells me like, oh, well, to get in the main room, we're looking for people that can get 20 people to come to the show. Mm, a bringer, huh? And I was like, wait, 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 wait hold on. <laughs> so you telling me I could be up here just slinging dog shit off the stage, not making nobody laugh. But if I convince 20 niggas to buy a ticket, you'll let me go up there and sling that dog shit. Or if you star in a series of Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're Adam Sandler's friend, we'll get let you. Yeah, a lot of those dudes have a career because they friends of Adam Sandler, full stop. Right. But it's just like, like that. Like when she said that to me, it was like something like went off in my head. I was like, what the fuck? Like I just went up there and just had a great set on this show that was like not a good show, and like people weren't. You know those shows where like people come back. 
They're like, yeah, man, it's it's rough out there it tonight. Was, and then you go up there and kill, kill. and they then they don't want to talk to you after the bro, show. No one more. of those shows that That's we did, like. one of those shows that we did, yeah, bro, everyone was bombing. Johnny and I are the last. You're the two. last two. And I think on this show, either I think Johnny closed it out on this one, yeah. but uh, I go up, and the first person out of like exhaustion they say please be funny oh before i even get onto the stage they just wow. say my name that's you know, a bad show everybody else have been bombing and they're like please be funny my dumb ass just go up there and sit on the couch and i'm like oh has it been bad <laughs> <laughs> yep yep i said i'm sorry about that it's usually I ain't always like that but what what's wrong what's going on and i go go into another joke and then i go into my shit and it was just, I just killed. I sat on the couch the whole time and killed right there from the couch. I remember. And just kept up, it going. Feet up on the just couch. Just kept it going. Did an amputee joke. Oh, you did everything. You sideways. <laughs> he laid up on yeah, the yeah, couch yeah, yeah. Like, a, like a therapist appointment. After everybody bombed, and I just got up there, sat on the couch, and did my set and kept going, kept pushing. Everyone was like, oh, that was great. That was so good. I'm so. Bro, it was whack until we got up there. That's crazy. I think that's the same night I was talking about. I think during Marcus's set, really? people started walking in. Wow. Yeah. And then I fun. followed him, closed it out. That's yeah, I, it was and really I, fun. I was like, really just like, and that was the last time I went up there, like on purpose. Like, mm-hmm. that shit was crazy. Yeah. Her no, bit. Dennis almost bought it. Really? I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> we almost would have been at Flappers tonight. It's still, it's still up for sale, I think, right? Or like, I think the improv is like thinking about Liberty is. Uh, really? We was gonna get that shit and call it flap us. We was gonna chase it. Flap us with a Z. <laughs> oh my god. Hey, new owners. <laughs> you can smoke blunt. You can't smoke in Burbank, but you can smoke blunts in New this management. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't even smoke cigarettes in Burbank, but nope. here at Flap Us. Flap us. <laughs> Fuck them niggas, man. <laughs> yeah. I, get, I guess we should wrap it up. But yeah, I did want to say one little thing at what? the end. So y'all remember the whole insurrection on January 6th, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I right now, there's a there. trial going on. They like, you stupid. <laughs> he, said, he said he was there. Of course I remember. There's a lot of white people there that made hella friends. <laughs> <laughs> I got in 17 Facebook groups. Damn, you racist too? Oh, my God. <laughs> I need 20 of you to come with me to Flappers exactly. tonight. I'm doing a show. I'm going to try to get in the main in the room. Main room. <laughs> I just went there to make friends. Oh my I'm God. sorry. Continue. Uh, yeah, yeah. But so they handing out sen- sentences right now. Like they're mm-hmm. really getting the people. And the person that's gotten the longest sentence so far is the one black man that was oh. in that picture. What? The mag- they're calling him the MAGA black man. And this nigga has gotten the longest sentence so far. No way. And, and see, nigga, that's what your dumb ass get fucking with them white people thinking you could do the same shit. I don't even know if you was really with the shit, but that's what your dumb ass get wandering into that uh Capitol building. See, you weren't listening to your black mama mm-hmm. be like, you can't do what your white friends do. You can't do everything your they friends say, do. They say you gonna jump, they gonna jump off a bridge, you gonna jump with them? Yup, that's what your ass get did. That's what your ass Mark get. Ponder. I'm, yeah, I don't even feel bad for you, my nigga. That's what you Damn. get. That is what you get. I hope January 6th was worth it. Nigga, I hope you get out. I hope like when he gets out, like all his nieces and nephews are at like at an age to where they could really roast the shit out right. this nigga. Yeah, yeah. The Uncle cold you, part about Uncle it. You a dumbass. What this racist nigga doing here? <laughs> <laughs> nah, nigga, you can't have no plate. Give me that shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
You still trying to make America great again, my nigga? <laughs> Co part about it, you find out he was probably like the the medic or some shit. This nigga handing out water to people. He wasn't even trying to cause mayhem or nothing. It was oh. all them niggas was dressed up like a bull and all types of shit. You mean to tell me he got more time than that nigga? This nigga stole a podium. Nigga went home with a whole podium. He got more time than that nigga. He's still government property. They went in Nancy Pelosi's office and was on her computer. Hell yeah. And this nigga was just standing there in a picture and got the most time. Nigga played Minesweeper on her computer and shit. That's (laughs) that's what your black ass get. Should have been up there. What uh, what that Chris Rock joke? Should have been up there fucking with them white boys. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you get, nigga. That's embarrassing. That is. You know, his family be doing this at church. Nigga, for real. They should just stop going to church. Yeah, they should just stop going. They should just stop going to church. Golly. Well, don't feel bad for that, nigga. I don't. Nah, I don't. Ponder on that one, Mark. I do not. Well, shit, man. Thank y'all for tuning in on this episode of Y'all Have to Be Here. Come check us out at Union Hall on the 26th in New York. We be here yes, in Brooklyn getting it in. Bam. I'm Stephen Marcus Relaford. Bam, bam. Niles Abstin. Arthur Hamilton. Johnny Mack. Let's get it. Y'all had to be here. Like and subscribe. Like, subscribe, comment, share this shit, rate our podcast on all your favorite uh podcast podcast platforms. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And send it to your grandma. And don't support the Formosa Cafe. Don't support yes. the Formosa <laughs> Cafe. Don't support the Formosa <laughs> support Cafe. Us. We got merch. We got more merch coming. Live shows, man. We got talent. We real. We got heart. We got soul. God damn it. That boy got heart. Mm-hmm. That's we what y'all out. need. Thank you, Dennis. To.